listening to a Cool Truth podcast production. What's up? What's up? What's up? Cool Truth Retromania Wrestling Podcast Network. Cool Truth Podcast Productions. I am Daddy Cool AC. On a, what I thought was going to be a fun night is kind of somber. Uh, with me, of course, the professor, Mr. Whitehouse. What's up, my brother? What's up? Good evening. And, of course... The uh, executive producer, the mastermind behind Cool Truth News, the one and only Hollywood, Blading for Truth, Jeff Edwards. What is up, my brother? Oh, what is up? Good to be here tonight. I uh, hope everybody had a Merry Christmas. And uh, like you said, it's we're on a somber note here, despite the good Christmas. But uh... <laughs> Yeah, of course. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. And, yeah. uh, you know, it, it is our last, probably our last show of... 2020, we made it this far at least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not gonna <complete. laughs> We made it this far. Um, you know, we could get into more stuff about that later on, and we will get the dynamite, of course. But uh, I think uh, the place to start is obviously the, uh, I mean, like crazy, unfortunate, out of the blue passing of Brody Lee, Luke Harper. John, what's his actual real name? John uh, Huber or Hoover? Huber? John Hoover. Yes, yes, yes. Huber. Okay, yes. Um, yeah. I mean, we haven't seen him on TV for a while. We, you know, we've brought it up, but with AEW, that's. I mean, it's kind of par for the course sometimes. So you don't necessarily assume that anything's wrong, or you know, you you don't you don't know the reason. I mean, we've you know, Pack has been gone for a while. Different guys have been gone for a while. You didn't really hear anything. I mean, I don't know. I never heard rumblings. Uh, we never talked about rumblings on the show that there was something wrong with him. Um, maybe this is why his title run was shorter than we kind of expected. Maybe that's why they went back to the Cody thing, uh, which is now his last match. It's crazy to say that. I, I, I can't believe we're, I'm saying this right now. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I have some reaction of people in the business from around the world. But before we get there... You know, um, you know, Edwards. I'll kick to you a little bit. What, I mean, I don't even know what to say. What are you thinking, brother? Yeah, man. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago where you did that classic, you know, typical AEW. Where the hell's Brody Lee? You know, can we see Brody Lee? I mean, uh, I where's Brody like Lee? <laughs> well, I mean, like you said, they they have a tendency to do this, regardless of injury or whatever. But I didn't hear anything 
Like there, this wasn't on dirt sheets or anything that he was having a problem. As a matter of fact, the only thing I saw was he was uh, ankle injury. I think I read, mm. you know, maybe two weeks ago. But yeah, it's weird. Uh, I don't know. Is this something that he always had that he had to deal with? Uh, it's strange that you know all we know is it was some non-COVID uh, related lung injury according yeah. to his wife who put out the instagram tonight so yeah that's strange i wonder if this is something that they always knew that he had or has he always dealt with it or is it something new i mean i don't know he's only 41 years old two kids uh yeah it's crazy you just yeah. never know man it's crazy um, yeah it, insane um the, you know i want to read a couple of statements and we'll, we'll get the white house real quick before that but one thing i just going through some of the statements and the things that are being said out there, like, you know, obviously, I mean, the one thing you really hear is what a great father he was, family man, the whole thing, like almost universally said uh, in a lot of the things I read. The weird part is, is I'm not sensing like this shock that we're feeling. Yeah. And it yeah. makes you wonder if this was known and just just didn't get out. Like maybe and, and you know and and listen, if enough people knew about it, you, you got to figure that you know Meltzer and you know mm-hmm. Alvarez and a lot of those guys probably knew, and you know maybe they just did the right thing and respected the family wishes. It sounds like that he passed yesterday, and it, um, nobody really knew to AEW uh, released it. That was, what about two hours ago, three hours ago now? Um, but they, there doesn't seem to be like this. Like, you would think 41 years old, just signed with AEW, um, had this summer run, this, that, and the other. There'd, there'd be this shock. Uh, it almost seems like a lot of people maybe knew this was coming. And it's just weird. Uh, White House, your thoughts? Um, I'm shocked, yes. And I think it's more fans <clears throat> that are shocked, as you, as you guys have both... Uh, uh, said very well, you know, doesn't seem that there's a shocking like the fans are, and, you know, whether Brody made sure he protected himself under HIPAA, which is quite possible, didn't want his medical, medical stuff out there. He did a very good job because, I mean, it, nothing's nothing's been said why he was gone. I mean, I've, I, Edwards, you, you know, couple weeks ago it was an ankle i think i saw something like that or he was taking a break he wanted time off i mean there was everything was being speculated but nothing to this to this degree and uh dude the guys uh three or four years older younger than me um whatever it's funny uh this year this year has taken so many so many people away, and you got the COVID, and you got everything else. It's been a it's been a hell of a year, and as you said, AC, this could be our last show of 2020. And how are we starting it? The death of a uh, top notch, in my opinion, talented wrestler, and it just goes to where 2020 is. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, definitely. Um... AEW statement that they put out um, The Ali Wrestling Family is heartbroken In an industry filled with good people John Hoover was uh, 
ex- exceptionally respected and beloved in every way, a fierce competitive, uh, a fierce captivating talent, a thoughtful mentor, and simply a very kind soul that starkly contradicted his persona as Mr. Brody Lee. John's love for his wife Amanda and children Brody and Nolan was evident to all of us who were fortunate to spend time with him. And we send our love and support to his beautiful family today and always. John's popularity among his peers and influence on the wrestling world, uh, on the wrestling world, and transcended AEW. So this loss will be felt by many for a long time. We we were privileged at AEW to call John Huber brother, a friend, and one of our own. So, uh, you know, this is a nice statement from AEW. Uh, they handled it well. This is probably, I mean, this is the first time they're dealing with something like this. So, you know, uh, it's nice to see them handle it properly here. Uh, and I'm sure, you know, I'm sure we're going to get something on Wednesday to the extent, who knows. Uh, but I'm sure you're going to get something. His wife put out a statement, but it's really long. Uh, you could find it out there. Um, you know, the long and short of it was... You know, upset about his passing, of course. She said it was not a COVID-related lung issue, as we stated. And she thanked AEW and specifically Cody, Brandy, Nick, Matt, Kenny, Tony Khan, and a few others uh, for the support. So that's kind of the long and short of it from her. And then I kind of picked out a few other ones here. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Evil Uno, I think it was a good one to go to. He he reposted the AEW post and said, Rip John, I'm going to miss you. Uh, Dustin Rhodes, was a true warrior every time we locked horns. You're a damn great man, husband and father. This stings. You'll be sorely missed, John. I will always remember uh, our times together. Rip Bodie, Rip John Hoover. Uh, Brody King from Ring of Honor. Uh, I thought this one was interesting. When I started wrestling, I picked the name Brody not only for Bruiser Brody, but also because of Brody Lee. Uh, he was someone that truly pushed the boundaries of a big man wrestler. Though I never got to meet him, I looked up to him not only as a wrestler, but also as a family man. Rest, rest in peace. Um, uh, let's see. Braun Strowman. Uh, this is on his Instagram. Instagram, yeah. I'm at a loss for words. Rest well, brother. Uh, Ryback. Uh, Rip Big Man. I was looking forward to future laughs and more pictures. I truly wish love and peace for you, your amazing family. I sit frozen in disbelief. Thank you for all the matches and laughs. Um, And then we have one from Cody here. Uh, My heart is stricken by the loss of Brody Lee. It was obvious he was an extremely gifted athlete and storyteller, and his gifts beyond that was to challenge you, and he set the bar very high. Upon everybody's first meeting with him, it was even more apparent he was a family man and a first-class human being. I got to share his last number. I got to have his last match. That is an honor and a privilege and experience so ferociously humbling. Thank you, Big Rig, we will honor you and your family, Cody Rhodes. And uh, let's see. Uh, just a couple of WWE reactions. Uh, this is from the WWE Twitter page. Uh, I checked Vince. He hadn't done, he hadn't said anything yet, but he tweets like once a month, so I'm sure you'll see something eventually. 
Uh, WWE is saddened to learn that John Huber, known to WWE fans as Luke Harper, passed away today at the age of 41. WWE extends its condolences to Huber's family, friends, and fans. I guess pretty basic there. But then uh, Triple H, amazing talent, better human being, husband and father. And Stephanie McMahon, I'm so deeply sorry for the loss of John Huber. We bonded over the love of our children. He was truly a family man, Rip Brody Lee. So just some reaction from people around the business. Again, it, I don't see the uh, texts that say, I'm so, you know, people are obviously devastated, they're upset, but you don't see that, like, initial, you know, shock. Um, Edwards, I'll kick back to you again. I don't know, uh, a match, uh, some some more thoughts about the career as opposed to the, the sad stuff here of, with Brody? Yeah, I think the the squash match for sure with Cody is going to stand out. Mm, good one. You know, that was just the most unexpected, I think. Uh, the way that, that he's been used, even going back to WWE. And uh, probably, I think I've brought this up before, but the the Shield and the Wyatt family standoff, mm. if you guys remember, when they all hopped up at the same time yeah. and went into the ring for the first time to square up. Like, that was That's one that's going to be attached to him, too, because he was the the secondary standout in the group. You know, We always look for that guy that stands out in the group, and that was him for the Wyatt family. Yep, the, the dirty shirt. Yep. Kind of those creepy looks yep. he used to do and everything. Um, right. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think you nailed probably... When it when it comes down to it, that that match with Cody, um, and and that run that run Wyatt family versus versus uh, um, the Shield, and I guess the other one you'd throw in there. Although I don't really like how it played out. I mean, I guess you got to throw in Wyatt family versus Brothers of Destruction, which I thought kind of yeah, yeah. hurt them more than it helped the Wyatt family. But it's still a big feud, big matches, the whole thing. Uh, White House, anything different for you, or are you on the same page there? Oh, I think I think his his squash match with Cody, Cody, give him that, give him with that storyline. He needed to do his thing. Um, um, that's probably the I do like I. I can't believe we're talking about this. I, can't. I know, it, I know, it's crazy. <laughs> Um, the guy was 41, man. Um, you, you, you you just read all these quotes and the common denominator was the first thing they say, he was a good father. Yeah. That, that's a big theme, big theme of it. Those kids lost their dad on Christmas. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. How, how? How did how, how I can't I can't wrap my head around that being a father we're all three of us are yeah I uh, I can't believe we're doing this oh I'm sorry I I just it's just it's just it's just I guess no I'm yeah you're right hope. it's 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 like one of those you don't ever want to you know we've done these. Uh, Shows countless times, but it's like too many times. This is, yeah, they have so many legends on the roster that you would expect. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's I think it's I think it's 
I mean, it's it's always shocking when somebody passes away. Um, and mm. wrestlers, let's face it, they overwhelmingly die at a younger age than the average people. Um, uh, you know, it's, throughout the years we've seen that. Well, you know, and and I'm not trying to like diminish other people's passing. We you know a guy's 59 has a heart attack. It's it's sad. It's horrible. You know, you're like. <laughs> Same, you know, a lot of the same emotions, but you're not, you know, right. and usually yeah. not the young kids. And, you know, and you I mean, when the you, fast lane, you, you look at the this fast way. lane for so long, you, you understand that there's consequences with that fast lane. But, th- but, but this guy, this, this guy's, I mean, nothing. I didn't, if, if you told me he was in his 30s, I would have believed you. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. it's, it's, so it's, it's very different. And then, I mean, Crazy. you know, your mind goes to it, you know, he hasn't been around for a while. Um, and you, you know, you wonder, uh, is this COVID related? Uh, you know, the wife says no. So, I, I, I mean, listen, he passed away. Do, I mean, does it really matter at this point? Like, <laughs> whether it was COVID, it wasn't COVID. You know what I mean? Like that part of it really doesn't matter. But I guess, I guess she felt the need to let people know that it wasn't that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm yeah. sure that was in a way protecting AEW because if it had been, you know, because of COVID and you caught it there, you could see. Maybe a backlash on why are they doing shows and why do they have fans there and you know blah 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 blah. So that's probably why she uh, made it a point to let us know about that. But um, yeah, guys, it's a horrible, uh, you know, terrible thing. That situation. Uh, like I said, I thought we were going to be you know warming up this right. show with like a little bit of fun and you know a little right. joking around about Christmas and stuff. It's kind of hard to do that when you know yeah. ninety minutes before we went on air. It's like when I, when a friend sent that to me, like I I had to I, like before I sent it to you guys, I was like I'm gonna go on Twitter and just I mean hoaxes are horrible, but let this be a hoax. Like, are you kidding me? And when I saw it was on AEW's official Twitter account, I'm like, man, like that's like unless they were hacked, like come on. And then I had seen, you know, not there wasn't a ton of reaction yet, but uh, Alexa Bliss was one of the first ones I saw, so she had reacted. I looked for, I did look for Bray Wyatt and um, and Eric Ronin or Eric Rowan, uh. What's his real name? Rudd. John Rudd or something like that. Or not John Rudd. It's, uh, I can't remember his first name, but I did look I up, I, I did look up their social medias. They, they hadn't said anything by the time I kind of put that all together. But I, again, I'm sure you're going to get reactions out of all of them, but it, uh, I think the takeaway of it, the family man stuff, you know, good guy, you nobody yeah. has a bad, a bad word to say about him. So I, I mean, I guess at this point we kind of, unfortunately, but fortunately, move on to to uh, this week's dynamite, and I'm sure we're going to talk about it again because uh, I'm thinking that AEW is probably going to address this uh, on yeah. the show. You know, yeah. and actually, I'm sitting here thinking not to change the subject, but if we do a show Wednesday, that would still be in 2020. So maybe there is a chance we have one more show in 2020. We'll see. Yeah. No promises, but we'll see. <laughs> I, I, I would add I'll, the, the one thing I would add. Because I think Edwards, you, you nailed it with his highlights, pretty much. The only one I would probably add, sitting here thinking, is that first icy title run. Or surprise, that no one expected him to put on it because Ziggler had it. Mm, and yeah, Ziggler, yeah. When Ziggler dropped it to, uh, to Harper, everybody, you know, I mean, he didn't do anything with the run. But we were just, I, I know me, I was happy to see him 
have a, a singles run. Um, um, so I think that would be the the other highlight would be that. That's a good. And one. then his 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 bludgeon brother stuff. Weird gimmick, yes. I just like the two of them together as a tag team. It wasn't long lived because they both left the company short thereafter, but they had their tag team title run there too. So that would be the only two that I would I would add. Yeah. Yeah, Bludgeon Brothers, I was thinking about that. I mean I didn't love that one. Um, no, I didn't either. I don't I I kinda I kinda hate when they build something up to be like indestructible. And then as soon as it gets destructed, it just crumbles, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, injuries and, you know, yeah. I know. And, and listen, I mean, t- today's not the day. We know there was contract disputes and all that. And WWE kind of screwed them with, uh-huh. you know, time off and things of that nature. But um, he does get a, uh, a a decent a decent run in AEW to uh, – oh, yeah. This is kind of the the thing on your mind, you know, with with the Dark Order. I mean, we could talk about where where does the Dark Order go from here? I mean, that's probably a conversation for another day, um, because it was we, you know, in a lot of the shows we've been doing, we've been kind of wondering, you know, what what are they doing here with Hangman? Um, it's almost breaking off into like the comedy act with uh, with um, Silver and those guys, but you still had. Uh, Stu Grayson and Eva Uno, and uh, and of course, uh, what's his face there? The dumbass from uh, uh, Chicago, Cole Cabana. Thank you. Uh, it's funny how you knew exactly who I was talking about. <laughs> well, you know, exactly it's like the, the the team's kind of crazy right now. So you wonder, you you wonder. I mean, we probably have to let that play out a little bit. I don't, you know, trying to. You know speculate. what I'd like to see? Sure. That, not to speculate or get into it because today is not the day. But I just think they should uh, at this point. Whatever, wherever they were gonna go with them, I gotta think Brody was the main part of it, and it, he was gonna be the centerpiece as long as it existed, right? Okay. I mean, that would make sense. But I would just like to see them just break it up. Maybe do some kind of like, not a kayfabe funeral, but some kind of like addressing of it to where, you know, the cult is gone because the leader is gone. Maybe they just take off their masks and burn them or you know yeah. something and then they just go their separate ways yeah. and maybe you keep the dark order name just to keep it alive with uh stew and evil no everybody else just you know you know what i away. uh i like that idea uh that thought just you know before we went on just thinking kind of crossed my mm-hmm. mind too you know yeah. maybe it's time to just move it on be a from nice it you to him like yeah yeah it dies with him you know right right because it's going to be weird if you go to another leader or whatever. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, and he, mm-hmm. again, it looks like they were kind of breaking it up or re, re, realigning it as it is. So maybe, right. and, and you like, it, you, it would be a nice tribute. And then you keep, you keep the dark order going with, with the two, with the tag team and everybody else can um, do something else. And some of those guys need that anyway. So, it, you know, yeah. if that part of it might be a good thing for uh, AEW. Um, but, uh, let's get in, let's get into dynamite. I mean, you had kind of a run of the mill dynamite this week. Uh, basketball changes the time slot. Uh, so the show, I mean, I watched it on DVR later on, but it seems like it started about about 10 after 10 or something. Um, I didn't even look at the rating. I heard they weren't great. Holiday week, late start. 
Um, I, I, you know, it's funny, but before we get into the show, I've, I saw a few people, uh, guys I know, and they're more of the WWE fan type, like posting about this great lead in from, you know, the NBA, or I like to call them, you know, the CCPA, um, this great lead in, uh, listen, the NBA ratings suck now, <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, and that's, uh, that's another show, but, uh, the NBA ratings suck and it's not like they haven't been in this situation where, They've moved around for the NBA, and it's never affected them positively. It's only affected them negatively. There's nothing you can do about it. Um, I'm sure TNT makes more money with the NBA than they do with AEW, and until that changes, AEW is going to be moved around when it when the time is called for. But this idea that it's somehow this horrible rating that should have been better because they had an NBA lead-in, uh, I, I just find that mindless. I, I, I don't think that's even close to being accurate. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Well, I agree. Um, I mean, as an opening, uh, you know. Do you agree finished, with me or uh, them? No, I agree with you. Um, <laughs> I mean, rating, I mean, I mean, NBA's ratings aren't, I mean, aren't, as you, as you already said, they weren't, they weren't good last year. I mean, they lost. $1.5 billion, I want to think. A billion dollars or close to it. Somewhere around that. It was a significant number, pretty close to that high. Especially especially uh, playoff time. They lost millions. Yeah, but I'm even playoffs. talking about just starting this season. You know, oh, you're yeah, already no. reading articles about how the ratings are horrible. So, oh, no, um, no. yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. See it this great lead in. Uh, I, no, I, Hollywood, Hollywood, if you have any thoughts about that. No, I think it's very much like pro wrestling, pro sports right now. And you've said it many times, football, it's different because you can't see the crowd. I mean, basketball, with it's it's a crowd involvement, like with momentum and going on runs. And I don't know. It Was it a great lead in? It, normally it would be, but now? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's just it's not hard. sure about it's, that. It's really hard to equate it. Um, again, you're talking about... You know, a couple hours before Christmas Eve kicks off, you know, there's 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 a lot that goes into it. Um, again, it was kind of a run-in-the-mill dynamite. They didn't really promote. It wasn't like, you know, Kenny Omega was didn't have a title defense in the main event. And you know what I mean? They didn't do all these big matches. They, they put on a decent show. But there was nothing that was going to be like, oh, I got to watch this live. It would, actually, it wouldn't even shock me if a ton of people watched it on DVR, you know, days after the rating came out. I mean, by the time yeah. I watched it, the ratings were probably already out. Uh, I, started, I watched it tonight, so. Yeah, I, start, I started to watch it um, when I got home that night. Uh, I, I felt myself getting tired, and I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to watch something else because I feel like I'm going to fall asleep. So I didn't, I actually, like you watched it, I, I didn't watch it tonight, I watched it this morning all the way through, but... I mean, and, and listen, they're not going to get... They, they probably already get the rating credit when you DVR'd, I would think. I would assume. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but again, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't think you could go that crazy. Now, listen, if AEW has bad ratings for four or five weeks in a row, I think then you worry. You get The next couple of weeks, you get through the holidays, and then my guess is going to be right around that 800,000, 900,000 that they get every week. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. kind of where they're going to sit for now. Uh, probably until, like you said, Edwards, you have the fans there, you have uh, that excitement, that that adrenaline rush that you're not really getting watching it now. 
you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, White House, where did we uh, start off with this edition of AEW Dynamite, which was the holiday, what did they call it? The holiday what? Holiday Bash. Holiday Bash, yeah, something like that. Okay. Something like that. No, I, I, think, I think you guys hit it. You know, the show, it is what it was. You know, I think they knew this rating wasn't going to be good days before Christmas and coming on after the playoffs. So, I mean, we got a show, but I don't think it's what you're going to see for the next two weeks. Well, the other thing, they where they were. Last year, I mean, they I skipped it. The, yeah, they, they didn't skip go last year. I, yes. I don't know if it was Christmas yeah. week or New Year's week, but they skipped a week. So, they skipped a week. Yeah. So, so, so I mean, they kind of knew, yeah, they kind of anticipated this. But, no, we, 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 we start off with uh, Jericho MJF versus Top Flight. And I'm going to say this, and I know this is, this is be the third week in a row I said this. I think this card would have been better if they started. Again, I think this alignment thing is really starting to, yeah. I'm noticing it. Yeah. Because um, I don't necessarily have the problem with this match. I just don't think they should have started with this match. Mm-hmm. I, I think they should have started with a match, uh, the Luchasaurus, that trio match. Yeah. I think they should have started with that one first. Um, and maybe go into this one and make it. I just, I just don't know. I, I the only issue I have with this is I didn't like the flow of it. I, I didn't like where you know they were. I don't know. It was just I don't know why I'm focused on that as I am recently. But I just think that their biggest thing that they need to fix uh, behind the scenes is. They need to get. I I personally think they just need to get their flow better. And an opening match with top top flight, I get, but I don't know MJF Jericho. I don't know if that does did, did, didn't do it for me as your opening match. I mean, I don't. I don't have a problem that's with top flight open. I think it's just the wrong dance partners for what they are going yeah, for. Yeah, that's a good. You that's know, a good it's, word. it's not a yeah, bad. I that's I, a I get. Word. You're you're trying to build up top flight. You're trying to probably get them experience with different people that they, maybe they haven't had a lot of experience with that kind of style. But to open the show with it, eh, I don't know. It, it's stylistically not a great matchup for top flight right now, anyway. And I one another thing I noticed in this match is, I mean, Aubrey Edwards is basically Aubrey Knox at this point with these tag matches. It's yeah, it's hard. It's, it, it's, it's horrible. I, I, and I, I'm like you, Edwards. I watched it tonight as well, just to have it fresh in my mind for the show. Mm-hmm. And my old age, I tend to forget things. Um, she stood out, man, just standing there like an idiot, watching, you know, I'm counting. And I think at one time I got up to 13, 13 <laughs> that Top Flight was in the ring for. Yeah. I'm like, what are you? And then you got Jim Ross trying to justify it. Yeah. Or whoever it was, and it's just like, no, man. Well, no, I, that's I, I, it's it's the referees' fault because they have to do their jobs properly. But there's got to right. be somebody there that's like, hey, this is how we do it. You know, this is how it's got to be done. If if this was, you know, I, I don't want to get into WWE comparisons, but for this, for the sake of this argument, you know, McMahon would be going crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Hollywood. Your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, White House, I'm right with you. The uh, the order and the pacing 
it, it bothered me tonight too. And we keep bringing this up, and we keep bringing it up more and more each week. And you're absolutely right. I mean, if you want that feel to kick off the show, then they probably would have been better to go with the trios. Because that wasn't a bad trios match. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah, but also, I'll, I'll add to it, though, that the trios match, this match, and the Bucks match. I'm starting to get, like, all right, cool, for the first two minutes. You know, oh, this is going to be a good match. Good matchup. And then I slowly get to a point where I don't care anymore because it's too chaotic. Yeah. If yeah. you're going to have all matches yeah. like that, you're going to lose me every single match. And right, I just, right. at this point, man, I'm like, I can't. I can't get into the matches because they're too chaotic. Basically, like, I already saw this tonight. Multiple yes, times. twice. And, and you know, it's, <laughs> if you think about, um, you know, I know we're going to go through it here, but if you think about everybody that appeared in that first hour and then what was left for the second hour. Uh, second hour was really slow, man. Yeah, who's, yep. I mean, yep. whose idea, you know, here, here, you know, we're, we're, they're rolling through all these guys in the first hour and I'm like, I even I even looked at the clock. I'm like, man, I'm like, how are they going to get through this next hour? They shot the they shot like every bullet they had already. You know what I mean? Like bullets yeah. load early. Yeah, again, again. That's and, totally You know they again. went to the, went to the sting thing very early again. They went to Why Omega not? early again. Even even yeah. you can make the case pack the pack match was pretty early. Uh, they seem to like the slot that women's match at nine thirty. Which okay, if that's I, I don't necessarily have a problem with that, but. If you're gonna have kind of like whole hum, a whole hum lead into it, also, uh, I don't know. I think it's something they really have to look at because, like it, you said, it, it, it's not even just the opening match where, oh. like, if you were to say to me or say to us, say to listeners here, hey, take that six man match, put it first, move this match there, and boom, then you have a, a much uh, a better paced show, a more well paced show. I could be like, all right, cool, you know, that's a little nitpick. But the problem is we could rearrange the whole show to make it better. I could. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because because I mean that nine thirty slot, that should have been that should have been Don Kenny, Kenny, yeah, at nine thirty. Yep. It should. Yep. That's where Kenny and Don should have been at nine thirty, right? Yeah. The Sheeta Garcia. That doesn't have to be nine thirty. Who fuck Garcia? She's on dark all the time. Yeah. So why fuck that second? You go the trios match. Go Sheeta second. <laughs> then go to MJF. And Listen, then would they? Would, hit, would, then would they hit nine. Go right to Sting. What they what they did Sting should be at nine. I totally agree. What they yep. did with Sheeta and Abaddon, they didn't they didn't need a match to accomplish what they did. No, they didn't need a match to accomplish that. You you had the promo in the back. And if I'm Garcia, yep. And if I'm Garcia, I'm like, why was I even in this match? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, oh, don't get me wrong, she's not bad. Well, then well then I'm laughing too. I don't you know. Ah, oh, yeah, about <laughs> I'm like I'm like Sheeta's out outside the ring fighting. Abaddon, and then they're and then Aubrey's in the ring counting her out. Like, okay, so now the rules but, matter. Wait, wait, <laughs> but she's counting. She's counting. Aubrey's counting her out. But this match to start the show. Yeah, she's okay with top flight being there for like almost fifteen right. seconds. Right. So <laughs> this, is sh- like, this is the shit. This is the shit. This is the shit we've always screamed about talking, with pro wrestling. Why don't the rules matter all the time? Greece. 
you, you talk about a ref who's fallen. Like, she wasn't doing these before. So who the hell's in her ear to let her, it's okay now? Yeah. Well, maybe it's, maybe, maybe, they're, maybe they're being told to, you know, just let, maybe they're not being brought in on, you know, I, you know, and how the match is supposed to go, or maybe oh, they're just so telling weird. them let it flow. You know, you got Jericho and MJF in there, follow their lead. I, yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, very, uh, um, <laughs> you know, not, not the greatest pacing, as you said. No. But I mean, and and and, and, and you know, you because the match, the match kind of went what I thought. You start top flight gets their moves in, veterans take over. Mm-hmm. You know, you get your little distraction, heels win. Okay, I didn't have a, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, because that's what I kind of expected, and it's okay. Top flight gets their stuff in early, the young kids, but the vets they you know pull their shenanigans and whatever they gotta do. To, to take over and control the match. But the shit Arby was doing and letting, I'm like, there's no need for it. But uh, I thought the I thought was what, what what was the best part of this match was what actually happened after the match. You know, Hager getting on the mic. Yeah. Looking at MJF saying, where's Wardlow? I thought that was awesome. You know, you know we're family. He should be here. Called him an asshole a couple times. And, that, you know, he spoke to Tony. So next week, we're getting Hagar, Hager and Wardlow. And that card's turning into a, a, a decent card because we get Kenny and Ray next week. And now we got Hager and Wardlow. We're teasing yeah. this. I know I want to see it. So um, that New Year's, yeah, you got a New better Year's card. Eve special is turning out to be a good card. It looks like it's going to be a two-week yeah, uh, well, special. Yeah, they're doing so, one of these two-week, you know, yeah. on – Type pay per view things. Um, the one one thing I want to bring up before we move on, and I don't know if you guys have caught on to this either. And um, I know enough bodybuilders to know that this is possible. Have you guys noticed in like interviews where Jerick when Jericho's shirtless, how it looks like he has abs, or he's like getting mm-hmm. to the point of getting abs, but then when he's in his match, he's like the dad bod again. I, I mean, they're yeah. cl- he's clearly having someone do makeup effect for his abs in these interviews. And then he gets in the ring with ring gear on, and it's like, dude, you don't have abs at all. Like, I'm like, what is the point? You know, like, that's my only question. What is Jericho the point? being like, Jericho. You're not fooling anybody, bro. <laughs> and just happen to see that, and we've talked about it on the show before. And listen. I'm not trying to kill the guy. He's in his fifties, like whatever, you know. It, you know, it's not like he's like disgusting or anything. And I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I don't get into the whole body shaming wrestlers. I be other than like when you're a tooth. Like Marco Stunt should not be in a, in, a, in a pro wrestling ring. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You just shouldn't. Um, but that's a, that's a different subject. It's just weird that that's happening because I was like. I saw it and I'm like, wow, you know, Jericho has wrestled in a couple weeks. You know, may, I'm like, is he on a diet or something? Like, is he going like <laughs> hardcore keto and just getting ripped? And then he gets in the ring and it's like, no, nah, he looks the same. <laughs> but anyway, we'll move on. Oh, you caught me in the yard. Um, so we get acclaimed. We got an acclaimed music video. And I'm not, I, I, as I said last week, I'm, I don't know what it is about them. I'm not digging. But. <laughs> I think there is funny. one point. There is one point in this video. I'm not gonna lie. I did pop a little bit. 
It was towards the end when he, uh, I forgot his name, but he just said that, uh, you know, kiss, you, they kissed Dave's ass for a rating. Yes. I uh, yes. did. Dude, <laughs> and I think that I had was a line funny. before that that was just as good, but I didn't. I was I was I wasn't quick enough, and I probably should have allowed it to hear it. But he had they had two little bombs on, you know, mic drops on uh, the Bucks. But that one, that one stuck out. I I, I I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, I like that. I thought that was funny too. I I'm kind of going the other way with them. I kind of like them. I think they're funny. I like, I like kind of the, like, I don't know, a bad parody on a like '80s rap gimmick. <laughs> um, and honestly, I think I think people would like it better if they weren't brought in like two weeks after, you know, the other kids, where it just seems like those the other kids, um, uh, top flight, top flight. I probably would say are better in the ring so far, not like extravagantly better but they're probably a little bit better but i almost I like, like chemistry i almost like the gimmick better uh at least I, I feel like top flight doesn't really have a gimmick uh and i feel like the acclaim does and although it's kind of goofy and stupid it's also kind of funny um and they seem to be okay in the ring also i just think they brought both teams in so close together when you're doing nothing with other tag teams and i think that is really Probably more the issue than you know the goofy rap that the one I I don't I don't remember his name but the goofy rap that the one of them does like the Run DMC I call him the Run DMC guy. Huh. <laughs> That's, That's what makes me laugh about it. You know he's got like the big rope chain and he's like yep. you know and he's got the boombox and the and the uh, the headphones and shit. I'm like the Run DMC guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just. Not feeling I'm not it. feeling it. I'm, I'm getting, and I'm getting, I'm getting confused between. Like I would expect AEW to make fun of something because, like, all right, if this, if Vince McMahon debuted a tag team and they were this, we'd destroy it. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> and I don't understand. Like, like, am I supposed to like it or am I supposed to hate it or is it just a goof? And if it's just a goof, then why take it seriously in? in respect to the tag division because they're going to get they're just going to be there to do that and get buried. So I'm not sure. I don't even know if I should like, you know, waste my time and energy looking at them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like and that that makes me not like them. Well, I, I don't know. It's 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 weird to explain, but yeah, No, explain. I, I think I think I get what you're saying. But let me ask you guys this. And I know I this may be another effect of not having fans. You would you would really want to bring these guys up based on them getting a fan reaction on dark or maybe in a traditional dark match, you know, you, you have the two teams square off, you know, before you go on air for dynamite and see who the, who the fans are reacting to. And maybe that's the team you kind of push in a certain direction. But right now there really isn't a fan reaction. I mean, I know they have a few fans in there, but there's not a real fan reaction, especially to teams they don't really know. So I think this may also be a product of not having that fan reaction, but it's also a product of the way AEW does things with, you know, teams losing titles and kind of, I don't want to say being written off the show because that's a little harsh, but like they just kind of, 
go to the back of the line and then they recreate what the line is. It's very strange how they do that. And, it, and I'm shocked that they're doing this to FTR, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I You know, because if you want, we'll get to it with, with a main event, but that rap was the shits compared to what they did in the video. Yeah, I think it's just meant to be goofy and funny. But like Edward says, they're going to take them serious if they're being... Goofy rappers. I mean, I think I just like because it's funny. I don't necessarily know that I love the right, team right. yet. I, yeah, I don't. Right. I'm kind of indifferent because I'm like, listen, they lost the match at the end of the show tonight. Everybody knows it, right? Whatever. We'll talk about it later. Right. But they may, you may not see them again now for six weeks. And honestly, are you going to be like, even me, I think it's kind of funny, but I'm not going to be like, where are they? When I don't see right. FTR, I'm like, where's FTR? When I don't see, you know, uh, uh, Lance Archer for two right. weeks. You don't see Brian Cage for three weeks. Right. You're, you're like, where are these guys? You know what I mean? Right. Brody Lee, again, unfortunately, um, for different reasons. But at the time, we didn't know. We're like, where is this right. guy? Yep. Yep. And right. With no explanation. You know, uh, something else they did tonight, and I, I'll bring it up now because it, it was during one of the Dark Order matches. I want to say it was during the tag match. You know, they were talking about the numbers, and all of a sudden, now that Dusty, now that they're or Dustin, they're trying to get Dustin in with this number seven thing. They're explaining why they're numbered. Like, shouldn't that have been done like a year and a half ago? <laughs> Here's the thing, though. You're right, but they said that tonight. Isn't uh, the girl? What's her name in Dark Order? Uh, oh uh, yes, uh, Anna J. Anna J. Thank. Isn't she 99? 99. Okay, so what happened to 11 to 98? <laughs> I, I don't know. We, we haven't seen them yet. <laughs> I don't know. The, the whole roster's in the Dark Order. We just don't know it yet. You're right. <laughs> now that could have just We'll been see with guys, they start but, at yeah. one. With girls, they go 99 and count down. <laughs> oh, there you go. Like, yeah. the next girl will be 98. <laughs> right. Right. It just... I, Again, you're right. It doesn't make sense. And then when he said it, they realized the Dustin number seven thing. And obviously, they they did explain that. But in in explain in explaining why he he would be number seven, they it's almost like (laughs) he probably was told that before and it came out. And then he's like, "Oh shit! Now we got to explain this seven thing for Dustin." Right. And it and again, it doesn't make sense into what they've done before, which is probably why they never said it before. So this is something they made up on the fly, and it's very obvious. Right. All yeah. right. Yeah. Just, it was weird. <laughs> just little things mm-hmm. you notice, you know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. and, and, and and so we go from there. We got the the uh, the Christmas story uh, commercial that they're doing with AEW. Um, <laughs> They did the they did the they just imitated a scene from the movie, and they uh, I, I, well, I <laughs> it was silly, it was goofy, it was funny. But my my question I was asked, I, I said that I asked myself was, I wonder how many takes it took Scorpio Sky to do that with a straight face. <laughs> I would have been laughing the whole time, and Dustin and, and Cody sitting there with that with because he was the role of the dad. With that evil, with that scrawl on his face, I don't know how he wasn't busting out laughing, seeing Scorpio eat like that. 
at the end. I don't know. It was funny. I dug that movie, uh, you know, growing up. It's a, one of those cult Christmas movies, and it's a funny-ass movie as hell. So I think it's pretty cool AEW was doing some some spoofs on it and, 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 uh, um, for the Christmas season. I thought it was funny. Well, I mean, they're on the okay. network that shows it for 24 hours straight, so it kind of right. makes sense. Right. But yeah. Right. yeah. I thought it was a good idea, too. Like, I hate when networks get involved with wrestling shows. Yes. But, I mean, they run it 24 hours. Maybe they thought to themselves, hey, why don't we get the wrestling guys to do this? And maybe people will watch wrestling. You know, I thought, <laughs> I thought it was okay. You know. yeah. <laughs> Just, I want to know how many takes it took. That's all. That's 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 so funny shit. Seeing <laughs> Scorpio do that. Um, we go into a segment I was looking forward to, but not at freaking eight thirty. Um, we got Tony with Sting. Um, I know, I know we're not get, we're gonna get bits and pieces. They're not gonna give us everything, but a couple things stand out with this promo. One, I was hoping for a little bit more, and I think, not a couple, that's the big one, is I just thought it all, I expected maybe Sting to explain what, why, you know, he's doing what he's doing, or said what he said to Cody, or why he's taking a curiosity to Darby. We didn't get that, he, you know, he told us the story, which is, well known, Dusty was the booker. It was Dusty's idea to to he went to Rick and said, "Rick, we need to make Sting," and that's what Class of the Champions won that that Broadway match with him and Sting. One of my top, one of my top five greatest matches of all time. That's one of the matches he was talking about with with Sting uh, when he said, "You know, we're going to put you with Flair." It was that match, specifically, that made Sting. Sting says it, said it, and Ric Flair has said it as well. So, um, you had Sting do his imitation of Dusty, but then when, as you saw, you were going to get something, of course, you saw you new Team Taz was come out. I thought the Rick showing some balls to Sting, that was pretty cool. Uh, lights go out, Darby comes down, Taz backs up, Taz announces... January 6th, two weeks, Darby and Cage for the TNT title, and then you see the little face-off between Sting and Darby. Um, I'm not going to knock AEW for doing the, 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 the They're giving us little bits and pieces. I just wish with the bits and pieces, they would do a better job. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's par, par for the course, brother. <laughs> I, I hate to say it, but it's par for the right. course. But I just, I just don't mind the bits and pieces. Because they're they're they're, they're keeping keep tagging us along, wanting more, but with those bits and pieces, I think you do a better job. Yeah, with I, 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 when I mean my part for the course, I think you know we've talked about it a thousand times. They don't necessarily get in depth with the storytelling or explanations of why things happen. They right. kind of just go go the direction they're going. Uh, make you wonder a little, and then kind of move on and hope through entertain, entertaining matches and bringing new faces in here and there and things like that, that you kind of don't worry about the meat and potatoes of their storytelling. Because there really isn't a lot of meat and potatoes that are storytelling when you, when you break it down. And I think it's just another example of that. 
not horrible. Uh, you know, another 90 seconds with a mic in his hands, Sting probably could have gave you a little bit more. Uh, but they, they're kind of got, they got him in the middle of this, you know, this, uh, FTW, Cody, uh, and, uh, Darby thing. So, um, yeah, I, I, again, I think it's, uh, placement wasn't great. Uh, it was, it was okay. Uh, you know, I'll give, I'll give this show a lot of credit because we were all over the, uh, Darby and the, uh, top section there with the, uh, relationship to Sting. We called that out weeks and months before this even happened. It, it kind of just felt that way, you know? So we're definitely yeah. on to something because here here we are. We're still doing it, and Stinger's pointing them out now, you know? So right. uh, it'll be interesting. I think um, I think Hollywood said it last week with the, the triple threat type match where maybe Sting's in the match, but it protects him a little being in a three-way. Um, I'm getting the sense that you might be on to something there. Yeah, I... I think it was, and again, this is AEW. Uh, you know, I worked for Dusty, so I saw his kid, and I want to come here and have fun. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. But I was hoping for something like, I don't know. That's the, that's exactly the phrase. It's not it's intricate. It's not intricate. Right. Really? Right. And it doesn't have to be, like, over dramatic. No. Like, but, like, maybe, you know, oh, Darby, this new kid up in the rafters is speaking to me, whatever. You know, I had to be here. Something called me to be here. Nothing nothing like that. He just wants to have fun with Cody because he worked yeah. with Dusty. Yeah. Uh, okay. I was hoping for something more, though. Right. You know, but... you, know, you know what I think it is? And this may be an us problem. We love... The kind of, you know, seasonal, played out TV shows where, like The Shield, per, per example, which you, Edward, okay. you and I obviously love. The last, you know, probably two weeks of the, their real time played out over three seasons. And they yeah. got super <laughs> in-depth into everything. Now, yeah. I'm not expecting AEW to go that far, but I think mm-hmm. we we think of it that way, though, in the sense mm-hmm. where, tell me why. Tell me why they're mad at each other. Tell me why Sting is here. Tell me why the Young Bucks are super kicking people. Tell me why yes. Kenny Omega got into a truck with Don Callis. You know, tell me why Hangman, you know, was crying like a little bitch and is now a cowboy again. Give me some reasons for that. And you don't and they don't really do that. They just kind of do things and it's almost like, okay, use your imagination. All right. <laughs> yep, yep. Yep. Fill in the blanks yourself. I right, guess. right. And we almost yeah, want to be told it. just it. a little bit more. It, it, we might be a little bit on the extreme side of wanting to know maybe we're asking for too much for in a two hour show. Uh, but maybe maybe there's a common ground there where you know, some of, and, and listen, we got that in old school wrestling too. So it is a wrestling thing too. Maybe not to extent you would on the shield or you would on, you know, uh, breaking bad or something, but you also did get a little more meat and potatoes in the storytelling. Uh, and I think it, it might suit them a little bit better, at least in the attitude era, golden era type fan where again, the new Japan ring of honor fan Probably doesn't really care because this is kind of par for the course of them. This is probably more storytelling than they're even used to. Yeah, true. 
Yeah. Yeah, you nailed it. I can't. I can't expand on it. What you just said. Repeat that. That's me. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. All right, where are we headed, White House? <laughs> We're headed. We'll just leave. To... We'll leave well enough alone with that one. <laughs> yep. We're headed. Yeah. We're headed to a MJF video, and I want to dub this the beginning of of MJF putting his hands yeah. into mm-hmm. the inner circle. Yes. Uh, this is where you we can look back months or days or weeks or later. This was the start of it, and uh, and I think he's got two fans on his side now. Um, you know, MJF looks in a video, uh, the camera says he's going to do the says he's going to do the right thing. It's not about him. Basically, goes into the room, talks to Satana. Uh, you know. Tells him that he understands what it is about losing someone. He lost his grandfather to cancer. Kind of just basically says he knows what he's going through. Uh, Satana shakes his hand. They hug. Tells him to keep his head up. Always keep your head up. And then Ortiz walks by. This is where it, this is this is where it got me. Like, okay, he's he, he's starting to he's starting now to to. to dig deep into inner circle yeah. as Ortiz shook his hand as well. Yeah, I think, I think you're going to get a MGF, MJF version of the inner circle. Uh, yeah. I don't and know that he's going to take the whole group. I, I mean, I'm no. sure it'll lead to the group breaking up or something, yeah. but I think you're going to get his version. Uh, Wardlow, you would guess, would be a part of it. Unless Wardlow does a baby turn, which I'm not so sure they're ready to do yet. I wouldn't mind it, but I'm not so sure they're ready to do yet. You know, it, it almost looks like Jericho, Hager, and Sammy are the ones outside looking in. Steal Santana and Ortiz. Maybe you get another guy, War, uh, Wardlow and, and MJF, and this is the new inner circle or whatever the hell MJF calls it. It kind of just seems like that's where this is headed. Yeah, and this is one... I like that you said that, White House, because... Uh... This is the moment that we're going to remember. Mm-hmm. And we're going to remember uh, Ortiz with the cocaine that was unsaid, you know. And yeah. <laughs> and after after what we just said in the last segment, now we have this segment where they are taking their time telling the story. So they know right? how to do it. And, and, and so they obviously know how to do it. So when this is over, we're going to be able to look back at the different chapters that they gave us. And... I don't know. Why can't they just do this for everything? No. Yeah. yeah, they. I, I mean, it's good. Yeah, it's again, good. It, it's been uh, the MJF Jericho stuff. I was kind of up and down on it, um, but I think since they did the Vegas weekend there, um, so it's been good. it's been pretty good. I fucking love yeah, it. that that part of it was great. I think it's been pretty good. Um, I think you you're. Planting the seeds, you know, he MJF kind of planted some seeds with the towel a couple weeks ago, and now mm-hmm. you have this segment. So, you know, uh, MJF is doing the best storytelling in the company right now, for sure. Yeah. And him and Kenny and, and Callis, obviously, that's good, too. But MJF is really, uh, he, he just seems to keep knocking it out of the park. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just he's doing a very good job storytelling. Uh, and you know him adding that air in the face. He didn't want to smile because the camera was on him, but you saw 
you saw a second, a millisecond of him wanting to, and, and, you, and you can see that he changed his mind. He knows what he's doing. He it was, it was a good, it was a good segment. It was much needed to continue that inner circle storyline, and the hooks are in. He's got mm-hmm. two. He's got his hooks, and I think, and I, and, and I'm be, and I'm curious to see what other layer they're going to add next week, because we're now we're getting Hager and Wardlow. What are they going to do with what? What, what layer are they adding there? Because MJF's going to add do something, they're either saying it, but some, something another layer will be added next week to this. I'm curious to curious to see what it's going to be. Yeah, me too. Does he help Wardlow? Does he help right. Hager? Yeah. Does he sit yeah. back? Does he do nothing? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's, you know, it's just, it's just. I'm, I'm curious to see how this plays out next week. Yeah, I, so, uh, I agree. So we go from the video. We go into what I thought should have led uh, Dynamite tonight. We get Colt five and ten versus Jurassic Express. Just your typical. Trios match, you know, Jurassic Express, they get their stuff in. I really like 10 guys. I mean, uh, take his mask off, let him go solo. But, dude, I, I, you know, they may have another guy who's raw they can develop, but, you know, you can add him to that list. Uh, one of the things that stood out, and I wrote it down, and I know AC's going <laughs> to. Because I'm bringing up rate, we're bringing up rankings again. How in the fuck <laughs> are Jurassic Express ranked number three? How? <sighs> I, I, when's the last time they had a tag match on Dino? Now I, again, I don't watch Dark World every, all the time, but uh, when when is the last time we've seen them wrestle on Dynamite as a tag team? Guys, I don't get it. And I'm why fuck is Marco Stunt still wrestling? I, when Marco Stunt is in the ring, and anytime he does a move on somebody, it just it literally just makes me go, uh, uh, you know, all, all the naysayers about AEW, the whites of the world, and you know my other friends of mine who like to trash on AEW. When you defend it, and when they see that, it's like you know what. I, yeah, I got nothing for that. I mean, I hope you don't think AEW is just that, but at the same time, I can't defend that. I have nothing for that. I mean, you're talking about how much does he weigh? Ninety pounds? This is. Yeah. I mean, what are they doing with this guy? Oh, no. I'm gonna keep bitching about it until he stops fucking wrestling because it's it sucks. It really. I wouldn't even like that on an indie show. And he'd fit better the last few indie shows I've been to, but I mean, still. Listen, dude, I have a problem with people selling for Orange Cassidy. Yeah. And he's like twice the size, <laughs> twice the weight right. of Marco Stunts. That is I mean, a good point. I mean, it I'm was a good you. day. It was a good day not seeing an Orange Cassidy match tonight. True, yes. You know, Merry but Christmas. Then we got, but then we got Marco Stunts. <laughs> I know. You can't, you can't win. So, so Jurassic gets the W, and, this is, and then, you know, Tony gets in the ring with Jurassic. Talk about, you know, being number three. As they were going to start speaking, uh, FTR gets up on the screen. Pretty much basically just tells them to shut up. 
FTR is the number one ranked team in 2020. And, you know, January 6th, it's FTR versus Jurassic Express. Marco Stunt, you get involved. Maybe I need to turn back to the 80s. Love that line. <laughs> I just want to see Tully punch that little shit in the head. <laughs> can, can we get can we get um uh what's his name out of this group here uh jungle boy jack mm-hmm. presley or whatever his name is can we get him out of this group please uh <laughs> I, i'm nothing against luchasaurus well yeah there, i guess there is something against luchasaurus i i, I don't know you know uh, it's so funny you just <laughs> you just said jack priestley <laughs> that was the other guy on 90210. His dad was. Oh, that's. Was you just went yeah. with the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> Jason. Preston. It's Jason. That's all. Oh, that, I, yes. I, 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 oh, that was Brandon, it's not Dylan, right? Luke, yes, right. It's, it's Luke exactly. That, you know what? I was just going to stick with Jungle Boy. I probably just should have left well enough alone with that one. <laughs> So his oh, name funny. is his name is Jack Perry. Jack yeah. Perry. So I got the I got the first name right. I was progress. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Jack Presley. <laughs> totally you got the first name <laughs> right, but the wrong last name of the wrong character. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's hilarious. Dylan's kid. Dylan. And, and it's funny because if you really look at his face, despite the uh, you know probably being a little bit shorter. And having the long hair, but if you look at the facial structure, he's, he looks like his dad. Oh, he's still a mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. That was funny. That so was good. That was good. While, while we're talking about Dylan or 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 uh, or per- <laughs> Luke Perry, speaking of, you know, he was on nine hundred two and zero, but he was also in a movie called Eight Seconds. I don't know if you guys saw it. It was about like bull riding. Oh, oh yeah, and yep. he gets yep. fucked up. He has a line yep. in that movie just. Die laughing. He gets like trampled by the bull. <laughs> it's not supposed to be funny, but I'm fucking immature. So I think it's funny. And, you know oh what I mean? God. Like he gets trampled by the bull and he looks down and he goes, Is my dick still there? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, me as a kid, I'm like, Oh, you said his dick still there. You know? <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. that. Um, so we go into. Oh, I have Let's... a question for you guys. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so I think it was you, AC, a couple weeks ago. We are talking about Jake the Snake promos. Mm. And I think you said something to the effect of you're always on edge when he's talking because you don't know what's going to come out of his mouth next <laughs> yeah. because he's old. You know? For him. Especially. Are we getting that impression from Tully, too? Mm. Yes. Yeah. It's getting yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little, little worried here because... Especially these I don't know days. If, we don't. I mean, we won't mind. Promo? Yeah, we you know? we won't mind. But if they say something, you know, like when Jake starts rambling about women being in the kitchen and stuff, like yes, it's funny, yeah. blah blah blah. But people, you you don't get treated the same for saying things like that. Like we know mm-hmm. what you're trying to say. We know you're you're playing a character on TV. But you and listen, if he said it in a real life interview. He's gonna take heat, and he and he should. But he's playing a character on TV. He's the bad guy. He's supposed to say bad things, but people don't take it that way now. And I think that's where the cringe effect comes in. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I think Tully actually said Jurassic Park. He did. He did. And and one 
I don't know if it was Dash or I can't remember, but one of them was like laughing, like, "Oh, that was good," like, Hoo. you know, covering for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I thought, oh man, what the hell else is he gonna say here? Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, there's yeah, only yeah. one. There's only one old guy in in America that could get away with saying stupid shit. Apparently. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I dig- but I digress. Oh boy! Unfortunately, uh, it's not President Blanchard. That would be great. But, uh. <laughs> so, so we go into the best segment of the night because it's got Kenny fucking Omega mm. and his buddy Don Callis with Alex, and you know uh, Don's asking him, you know, be a little creeper creeping out at their hotel, waiting for him, and then Don has to get something off his chest. He's pissed off, you know. Difference between Impact and AEW, you know, you know, talent shouldn't be dictating matches. Tony Khan needs to get more control. Um, Kenny go, Kenny gets on there and just shits all over Ray for about two minutes. Uh, you know, Ray, you choked in, our, in a tag team match, title match. You choked again in Triple A. You <laughs> choked in a tournament against your brother, and, and your brother loves you. Well, Ray, what's going to happen with you and me? I don't like you. What's going to happen when you know Kenny beats his ass? He put out so, a uh, Instagram question. Um, Kenny did uh, this week, the other day, and it was, "How long is Ray going to be out after a match? Six months or a year? What are your options?" <laughs> yeah, God, I, I like. I didn't write it down, but it's funny you bring that up. You bring that piece up. Kenny goes. Kenny goes to Donnie Don. You want him back in Impact? Oh, no, Kenny. He's damaged goods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, man. They shit on him for about... Was yeah, he, what did he tell him to call Conan or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll just call Conan. Yeah, 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 Conan likes him. Conan <laughs> will take him back. Oh, my God, dude. They shit on this guy for about three or four minutes. It was, it was fucking hilarious. And, yo... I don't know about you guys, but you know, starting to see Kenny, this heel Kenny and his character he's turning into, uh, call the cleaner, whatever you want. But doesn't he seem more comfortable doing this? Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. It, or or we just or we just like it better. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know what it is, but you know, it, or a little see, bit of both. I was just gonna say the same thing, or is it that we like this. I think it's but, a little bit of both, to be honest with you. He man, he just. He's 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 money on the mic now. He's, he's he just... reminds me of the guy that stood in the New Japan ring at New mm-hmm. Year's Dash five years ago after you know executing AJ out of the Bullet Club and cut that famous promo, which was fantastic. Yeah. Still, probably the best yeah. promo of his career, it's and it's saying a lot. And at, he, right. when I see him cutting promos now, I see that guy, not Street Fighter. You know. Salmon yep. boat shoes guy, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean, and and, and I, I like it so much better. And uh, you know, listen, AW, please do us a solid here. Can can Ray and Kenny get like a half an hour? You know what I mean? Oh, do, not yeah, eighteen please. minutes. Yeah. And and can we can we like sell like the com- or like do like one like commercial break to like Ford or something, and then like have the rest of the airtime. <laughs> yeah. Because that's the thing. If, you, if they do a half and ha- if they do a half an hour match, do you know, Jr. is going to, you know, have a fucking heart attack trying to call picture in picture, you know, every fucking seven minutes. 
<laughs> but I mean, come on, can we at least just get a half an hour out of him though? Uh, this this is the kind of match that calls for it. I I, I get when um, you know when when Kenny wrestled uh, wrestled uh, Butcher, you're not gonna give him uh, how long? You're not gonna give him a half an hour in that kind of a match. You're gonna give him 15 minutes. I get it. But when he wrestles Ray Phoenix, can we get a half an hour? I I just think you know you're doing this two week thing. It's a perfect opportunity to go from like 9:30 to 10. With Kenny and, yeah. and, uh, and Ray. You know? Absolutely. Hey, if they... if, if, if Had they had not had these commercial buttons with Moxley and Kenny, I mean, that was a five-star I, match easy. I wonder if easy. this leads to... Um, you know, maybe this leads to Kenny and, and Pac for the pay-per-view or something. So that could maybe could, you know... Build that up a little throughout, you know, at some point yep. in this match here or after. Because, I mean, Pac is obviously part of it. He's the one who came out and called for the match and said, Tony Gods, you know what I mean? Like, you, Pac's definitely part of this. So you got you got to figure you'll see something out of him during that match. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that they callous hit on the fact that the, the talent runs things in AEW. He's not wrong. Because he's 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 paying attention. I mean, attention. we're not the only ones that are saying it, apparently, because, uh, you know, why that? I think one of you guys said it last week. Why the hell is Pac coming out and making this match? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's good. Did you guys see Impact this week? Uh, I did not. I saw bits and pieces of it. Okay. So they did a clip show, like a year in review show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, they showed the Omega stuff with Callus. But there was another paid advertisement by. Yeah, Tony Khan and Tony Khan. Yes, so fighting talent now. So yes, this is, this is he, the third of the third one now. We got third one. Okay, yeah. Okay. And Khan said something to the effect of, you know, uh, my guy is going to be on Hard to Kill, my champion, and I can stop that, Tony. I can file an injunction, and Tony's like, you sure can, you know, like pumping him up mm-hmm. as the boss. And uh, yeah, he eventually said, so I'm okay with it maybe you guys can send some of your talent over to my show. Mm. So he's like, you're officially invited or something, he said. So. And you know the first guy... And we, were, we actually talked about Did you about see that. the tweet? Did you see the, the tweet of the first Impact guy to respond? No. Was it Carl? To guess who it was? Carl or Doc would be my first guess, but... Nope. Sammy Callahan. Mm. Oh. The only problem is his... His 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 opponent his isn't there right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his dance partner I'm gonna assume is in Japan right now. I, that would be my guess. Getting ready for Wrestle Kingdom. Um, I saw, a, but that doesn't I mean he can't report. introduce Callahan now. Right. Yeah, I yeah. saw a report from. I don't know if it was his tweet. I don't know what it was, but Moxley is not in Japan, and he is going to be at next week's show. Really. Yes, and that's why, mm. and that's why Kenta put that p- tweet I'd throw in our thread. That's why he put that out there. Well, I mean, at what point does New Japan strip him then? That's that's talk. You're gonna yeah. have to. If he can't show up at Wrestle Kingdom, you gotta strip well, him. Well, actually, you know what? We should wait. We should wait. I have an idea for the next show, so we'll wait on that. That whole conversation. This could be interesting. Because that's could be more of a where this is going. Yeah, that's more of a Wrestle Kingdom show. We might have, you know, we'll have another week of shows to kind of 
give us an idea of where we're headed there. But hey, if if Callahan's coming, uh, Moxley, him and Moxley, that that's the match. They got it. They got him. That, you, you know, do one of your unsanctioned matches. And, mm-hmm. You yep. know oh. that. I mean that that's the match that these guys are made for. Oh, the other the other important thing that Tony Khan said in in the ad this week. Um, he made mention specifically, he said, I, I know you have some tag teams here. And they showed a clip of the guns and the clip of the bot or not the bucks, sorry, uh, the North. Yes. And he said something to the effect of, uh, like before he said, you're invited. He said something like, maybe I'll take a walk around and check, uh, some contract statuses of mm. these guys. Then he said, you know, so every you're invited to bring guys. So at least they're giving you a reason. Like he's letting this go on, but he's still threatening them. Like, I, I think know. it's um, so. That's pretty. That's a pretty good wrinkle that yeah. I wasn't. Ex- you know, I, I think it makes it expect- better than the the last show we did. That was one of the things we were like, hey, is this going to be Kenny's one guy on TN uh, or on Impact, and Kenny's one guy in AEW? With, now that we're talking about this crossover. I think that brings more clarity because we were questioning whether that was going to happen yeah. last time. So yep. I, with Khan saying that, I think we are – we initially were on to something with the crossover, and I think we'll probably we'll probably get it in a pay-per-view in the near future, I'm guessing. Yeah, I think it's going to happen. Yeah. And the, everything that I'm seeing and reading, different things, of course, you got to take it with a grain of salt, that it's going to be the Good Brothers coming over – and it's going to be had them having a match. They're the tag team champs, so they'll be going up against the Young Bucks. Mm. Well, I mean, <laughs> it makes sense. Uh, yeah. that that match makes a lot of sense. I, I, you know, un- unless unless the Young Bucks are going to reside with Kenny in some way, how do you not unless, make that right. match? I mean, that's right. the match. That I mean, that's the match to make right now. Right now, yeah. There's yeah. only one. I mean, there's only the other. There's basically three matches they could make with Good Brothers, uh, Bucks, um, yeah. uh, FTR, or yeah. uh, or Lucha Brothers. I, to me, those yeah. are the three teams. Yeah. Sit, sit. The other thing too, I wanted to ask you guys. They're pumping the hard to kill pay per view. Yeah. January sixteenth, I believe. Yeah. And I was thinking about it. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Three on three, you see the you know three Bullet Club members together again against their champion, Rich Swan, yeah. and the Machine Guns. Uh, does that show go off with Kenny getting his hand raised and the Good Brothers? Will there be something big that happens post match? I mean, is this something that you guys? I guess the long question I'm getting to is. Can we miss this? Is this something that we need to order? Oh, I, throw I, some I, money at Impact. I think this is a, it, this is a uh, this is their. I think this is their app pay per view. I don't think it's one that you have to go out and buy. Okay, uh, so if you if sign you up, you sign up for the app or pay. I believe so. All right, so, so for eight dollars, yeah. I mean, I'll put it to you this way: if they go this pay per view is twenty bucks, I'll throw a twenty on it and watch it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not. I yeah, put it I, this way: I don't know that I'd pay fifty. And here the re- the reason being is I, honestly like I, I don't mind buying pay per views, but the no fans thing is just it uh, it just brutal to me. Oh, and, and it's just yeah. brutal to me, and that that's why you know what you want you want me to throw twenty bucks and you're going to put Kenny Omega on there. I'll 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 go for See, that. I will pay. Okay. I would pay the forty nine ninety nine just because I'm a I'm a Kenny Mark, and I'm seeing Kenny on Impact, and 
Well, there's I other people like, in Impact I want to see. I just hate their fans. They're, right. Like, that, uh, that, that Impact roster, yeah, it's not flashy. It's not as talent, maybe not as talented as the AEW or flashy like the WWE one, but it's it's sneaky good. It's like there's some guys I really like like there, and I, I want to continue to see. Um, I'm I'm digging what Moose is doing. Do you know what I mean? Um, I may not be the biggest fan of Moose, but I like this little thing he's doing with this TNA title thing. You know, I, I like I like what he's doing there. Can't get enough of Sammy Callahan. Uh, they're going back to Sammy and Eddie again. That feud was fucking crazy a couple years ago. They're taking it to another level now. Um, you know, the, the knockouts division, yeah, it's not what it once was, but it's still pretty good. Um, so, yeah, they got a lot of good things going for him, and I think Kenny is helping that spotlight on him. And let me throw this rumor that I read Again, great assault, of course. But all this is happening is because Don Callis' contract is soon to be up. And rumor is he let it be known that he's not re-upping and that he's not going to he, he's not re-upping with t- Impact so he can move on and, and go to work at AEW to continue being Kenny's quote-unquote manager. So they could set up their own faction, Bullet Club type faction. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, we'll have to we'll have to see how that all plays out. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's definitely interesting. We'll see. Yeah, it just I just I, y'all, it's just it's adding a different element, <laughs> y'all. Everybody has an opinion on it because it's all new, y'all, and mm. uh, y'all. And the thing with Impact using the name Bullet Club, it leads me to believe that New Japan is involved in this somehow. Did they actually use those words? Two weeks ago they did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or maybe they're just testing the waters to see if maybe, the yeah. ball's broken. Yep. It could be. So we go we go from you go from a, a nice good se- segment. Match was decent. Um Guys, I know I, I said this to you before, but I'm going to say this. I like the Butcher and the Blade, Butcher Blade and the Bunny. I like I like that tag team. I just don't like it with Eddie. I'm with this you. Whole family yeah, I, I agree. I'm with you. It, I just no so off, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you get Eddie back on the commentary again. Uh, but, God, I don't, I, you know, I just, just the, that dynamic is just off for me. Uh, that was a good match. Butcher got his spots in. Dude, he's good in the ring. Yeah, he is. Pac, I, I almost would have rather seen the Blade in this match, personally, but. I would have, too. And nothing against the Butcher. Yeah. I'm just, uh, Blade, there's a couple guys, like Blade, we've talked about Trent, where you almost are like, man, what could they do as a solo? You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Pac's just his size. He just makes you believe, man. And it's just, uh, you know, they get uh, Archer comes down at some point towards the end, distracts Butcher. Pac gets the advantage through this advantage. Butcher's down. 
and that black winged angel, whatever he calls it, black fucking arrow, whatever. Arrow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, and then Archer gets in the ring, starts jabbing with Pot. So I think I don't know it's one of you two who said it, but I think we're headed to a to a three way here. Three way, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I, it makes, I, it makes I the most sense. More, yeah, yeah. I see it more tonight now. Absolutely. I'm gonna go back to what something you said way back, White House. Yeah. We don't see singles elimination matches. No. I would love Tony Khan yeah. to reach back into that ECW history, give us a three way elimination. Yes. Be yeah. Great. That God, would be yes, really good. Perfect. Yep. Oh, that would be perfect. Yep. And plus, you can make the case for any one of the three winning it. Mm-hmm. Um. And especially if you were going to do Pac and Kenny, how about him coming out of that three way? You know, you know what I mean. It, yeah, he yeah. Come, like talk about momentum. Oh, momentum, we, Pac yeah. beyond. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. So that was good. Yeah. I mean, they had. They were, speaking of ECW, Nunzio felt like all the fucking time he was in those three way matches. Yes. Him and Ty Geary. Yeah, but they don't. They, you know, I don't see enough of those in wrestling overall. Even like no! when they do the eight man tag matches, you don't. You yeah. don't. You don't get a lot of those. And then even even when you do get them, they're kind of like it's kind of like not something that's built up where you're like okay, you know what I mean? Where you're invested in it. It's just something that's right. thrown together. I like that the three man elimination man. The winner winner gets. Winner gets Kenny Omega. Let's face it, the only guy in that company that's going to do something like that is Cody. He's the only guy that goes back into the old bag of tricks and mm-hmm. kind of brings things back out. It just seems like uh, unless Cody suggests it or does it himself, it's probably something you won't see. Oh, that's a good call, Edwards. I like it. I like it. I like uh, it. We, go from a, we go from a good match to the shitty Jade video. She just sits on Brandy, pregnant. She's out. Why are it's we still thing. doing this now that we know Brandy's pregnant, by the way? Why? why? <laughs> I don't know. She brought it up. And she brought that point up. You know, what, she, you know now that you're pregnant, what are you going to do? You got pregnant because um, you're scared of me. Shaq, right. Yeah. Shaq calls out Cody. I call you out. What's next? Dude, I can't stand this chick. Uh, I just, this is, uh, <laughs> I it was care, too much to suit, man. I it's too much too less. soon. Yeah, I just I just can't get into it. I don't dig it. Yeah, I'm with you. I can like care less. Yeah, I'm with Swole you. Swall 2.0. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we go from that shitty video. Then we go into Myro, Kip, and Penelope. Um, they're about oh, to yeah. announce. Penelope. Penelope. <laughs> yeah. Penelope. yeah. Penelope. Uh, they're going <laughs> 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 to announce the date. All of a sudden, you hear Best Friends music. Then they and then they start laughing, and then they cut to um, an ambulance video with Trent getting into the ambulance. And I, from what I've read, guys, that this is their way of writing Trent off. He has a legit injury, wow. um, and he's going to be gone for some months, I guess. Um, so so we get so we're stuck with. Orange and, and uh, Chucky e. T. Oh, yep. Oh yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yep. <laughs> Somebody just so, pissed at our cheerios on. <laughs> all right. So uh, now wait though. Wait wait. 
that this could be a good thing because if Orange and Chucky get over as a tag team, they could do what we wanted them to do. You bring Trent back in a couple months, he's the solo guy. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Well, yeah, in the end, it could work out the way we want it, right? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Probably not, but... Plus, back goes heel. I like your, I like your optimism. Orange. <laughs> That's yeah. even better. I'm just waiting for them to do more with Miro here. I'm, I'm ready for Miro to do more. Uh, I, I'm yes. ready. Now yeah. we had a beach wedding at Beach Break, February 3rd. Like, is that when the wedding fuck. is? Yeah. All right, I think after that we need more out of Meryl. That's another six weeks of this, I guess. Yeah. Well, you'll probably get a tag match. Uh, you'll probably get, you know, Miro and Sabian oh, versus, tag, yeah. versus yeah, yeah. Chucky and, and uh, Orange, I'm guessing. Yep. Yep, I think you're right. All so right. then we go, go to Evil Uno, Dusted Rhodes. Uh, you know, typical match. Uno gets a couple spots in and... Dustin gets it in, and you know, and then it's just all of a sudden. Man, I'll, I'll tell you, it was Jr. on his knees for Dustin in this match, or what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, he always is lately. Oh my and god, he, he, he fixed. Well, he, he he's a great man now. He's a wrestling trainer. He's doing great things for the business. He, he put all that stuff behind him, and I'm just like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, we get it, dude. We we get it. Whoa, <laughs> holy yeah. shit. No, um. I, I like the match. I thought it was good. Uh, Uno's good. Uh, Dustin, um, this version, this AEW version. Um, hey, listen, he's not going to give you a five-star match, but you're always going to get... He, he could tell an in-ring story. Doesn't... I mean, he looks like he's... He, you know, in fairness to JR, he does look like he set the clock back 20 years since he got there. I, didn't, yeah, I don't even understand it. Um, and, and listen, the way he goes in the ring, his age really doesn't matter. And, and, and all those guys are just going to be better for it. Uh, Uno is, you know, I liked it. I, I think probably we should see more of them. You know, some of the things we talked about earlier with maybe just having him and Grayson as a tag team might be a good idea. Uh, you know, um, no, it's, it, this, this is a good middle of the show match. Um, I, <laughs> I was kind of down on the idea of them trying to recruit Dustin, uh, and I don't really need the seven thing. Like, I don't even think you need to go there. I think they're, they they could come up with twenty other reasons to have this little feud and this little match. Uh, I'm sure you're gonna get the tag. I'm sure you're gonna get another tag match here because you got QT who came who came down to save them and the uh, and the other kid there. I can't remember the kid's name that their their trainee or whatever he is. Uh, maybe. Maybe you get you could get one of your three ways, White House. She'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we get Grayson interferes, QT comes down. They beat up on QT, and all of a sudden after they jump him, Lee Johnson gets involved as well. Yeah. Lee so Johnson. Got a little yeah, Lee yeah, you got a little little cluster at the end, Bucky the Waters. But I, I thought that's how this was gonna go. Anyway, um they continued telling that story with Dark Order and Dustin. Uh, you know, I know it's too soon, but what if Dustin becomes the leader of Dark Order? You know, so. Uh, so, we get an uh, interview with Tony. Out, he goes out, he's out back with Sean Spears. I dug this because, you know, you got people wondering if this was a work or shoot because he turned his Twitter, Twitter switch is uh, is on personal or whatever or locked or whatever 
Uh, most of his social medias have been have been uh, blocked uh, for use. He's blocked them or even turned them off. AEW is taking his profile off the website. So you got both. You got both here uh, playing this shoot, and people are wondering if this is just a work. Hmm. Uh, grass isn't greener. Three letters aren't different. So, you know, Tony S is the problem with you. Uh, you meaning Sean. Uh, pretty much just says, Tony, you're a piece of shit for saying that. And walks off. And he shits on the EVPs. Uh, shits on Tony Khan. So, and he's leaving until he feels like coming back. Um, I don't know where they're going. Their end game is on this, but it's given... Sean Spears, something to do, <laughs> or something more. Edwards, your thoughts? <laughs> I think uh, I, I hate it when he tossed the glove. It kind of broke my heart a little bit. It did because out of all the time that we spent with that great yeah. idea for the Horseman and yeah. Holy, uh, yeah. all the, shit, the official end of it. it. That's yeah. the end of it officially. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> but big picture thing uh, or the end game. Maybe I'm thinking too much into it. I didn't know he turned off all his socials, but he's Canadian. Could he be involved with Callus and Omega? Maybe he'll sure. get in that group somehow. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? <laughs> I don't is... know if they're connected at all, but I'm just thinking, like, you know, because he, he had the Canadian logo kind of on his on his trunks before Tolly. Mm. He did? The maple leaf. Sure. Um... Is it? I'll, I'll ask you guys this: Is is this just too many resets for him, in too short of a time? Mm. Um, I I think yes. I think this is. I think there may be some shoot to this. Um, I don't. You know, listen. I'm not a fucking AEW insider. I'm not sitting here telling you he walked into Tony Khan's office office or called him. You know. EV, they went into the EV pricks or whatever you call them, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, and was uh, like, was "Here I fucking go again!" Like, I'm I, great matches. I'm getting over. You guys are doing nothing with me. Like, this is not why I, I didn't leave. You know, WWE to walk into the same kind of scenario, and it feels very, very much similar. Um, you know, we screamed. I think about it was it. interesting how he said it, like. Because I think I'm on the same wavelength, the same wavelength as him. I, last week or the week before, I mentioned that he came, he came back, he overcame the perfect ten. Mm-hmm. He was one of the first guys that signed, and then he got buried by all the other signings and blah yeah. blah blah. He's done. Yeah, and, and he's I, talking. And I'm thinking to myself, "Wow, yeah, exactly, I, bro. I, that's what I meant last week when I said that." Yeah, yeah. I think that's why I think there's there's some realism here. Uh, it, it, you know, I'm sure there's. You know, there's a story behind it, and maybe, you know, he went to somebody and said, this is the direction I want to go. This Tully thing doesn't make sense. But let's be honest. AEW did themselves and did two of their guys a real disservice here. They were on to something with him and him and Scorpio Sky. And yeah. to let that mostly play out on Dark, I mean, I just think that, I don't know, man. I, I, I just think that's, you know, I think fans wanted to see that. Uh, the two guys were into it. it. The whole it was good. 
Um, you never really got anything out of it. There was storytelling there. Um, it, it, they kind of dragged it out and really didn't do much with it. And then, I, you know, I listen, I have no problem with them trying to do things to make you watch Dark. But once it gets to a point where it's obvious that people are enjoying this, let, let's bring it to Dynamite now. You know, and do something else yeah. that's going to get you to watch Dark or whatever. Um, yeah, I kind of, I kind of have the, I just have this feeling that there were some, there's some real feelings there, and and you know that's not necessarily a bad thing. I, I just think again, here we are resetting again with him, where, like you said, he got rid of per- perfect ten guy. He comes in, he's Sean Spears, then he's the you know chairman of AEW with the chair shot mm-hmm. around the world type of thing. Yeah, and then yeah. he loses the match to Cody, which I always thought was an oversight. I always thought he should have won that match to keep it going. But it, they do a lot of these one-off matches with Cody where they build it up for a month and then Cody wins and then it's goodbye to the guy he wrestled. I'm not totally blaming Cody for that, but you got to get to a point where these guys don't disappear if they lose the match. And then he comes back as the Tully guy with the glove and we think they're going for a horseman and they don't do that. And then his Spears thing, but he's still with Tully, but he's with Tully, but he's not with Tully and FTR. He's with Tully separately from FTR, which may, which tells you they weren't invested in that all the way. Cause if they were invested with it all the way, they would have been a faction and they weren't. Yeah, absolutely. And now here you go again, where, um, you know, maybe, maybe some time off and he just comes back with an impact and we'll see something, see good things out of him, but I, I'm starting to get the feeling this might be one of those guys where we look back on AEW and be like, man, they missed yeah. the boat with this guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's well said. It's It's going to come down to if he can overcome it. Is it too many changes or resets? Yes. hundred percent. Can he overcome it? It could if be he really good. It, yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. Great. But I don't know, man. You're right. 50, and it goes back right to the now. Cody. I think it goes back to the Cody loss. If he goes over there, the chairman is still going. You know what I mean? Yeah. The yep. chairman might be a top guy right now. Yeah. And it's almost like we've seen this a lot. It, it, you know, they did it with MJF, with MJF cheating to go over Cody, but then they went away from him and Cody. And with MJF, you could be like, all right, I get it. It's, you know, they have a long way to go before, uh, you know, MJF and Cody have to revisit that. And they've done a lot of things with MJF. He's on the show almost every week. They always find a way to keep, they always find a way to keep MJF involved, which I'm not complaining about at all. I mean, it's great, but it almost like you wish they could do that for some other guys. You know, maybe this just kind of popped in my head. I don't know when that other hour long show is supposed to debut. You know, maybe that's how you bring Spears back on the new show and have him be a big part of the new show. And maybe there's a few other guys we could think of that might benefit from that too. Whenever that new show is. Scorpio too. What else? Yeah, no, I'm trying to find my spot. Oh, I was like, do we lose them? My phone, no, no. Uh, as you're talking, my phone went to sleep and I'm putting it back on and I hate that sleep mode. Oh, it's annoying. So, so I, I so you think it's a shoot or both? I, no, I, no, I, I, I do think it's, I do think it's, I, I think there's some real, I think it was partially shoot. I think there's some real feelings there. I, I think, think you put some real feelings to it. Yes. He might've okay. went to management, whoever it is, Khan, Dodi, whoever, and said, 
dude, this is not enough for me. Let's give me a little rest. I'll I'll, I'll do this interview. I'll make it seem. I mean, listen, he he's selling it like it's a shoot. Uh, EV pricks yeah, and all see, that. You know, it's probably a work shoot. I could yeah. probably see him. He's probably talking to Cody, and he probably said the same thing to him. Yeah, like in a private conference. He's probably not pissed, but he's probably like, dude. I mean, come on, what am I doing, you know? <laughs> and Cody was probably like, okay, say that on camera, and we'll go from there. See, if he was Wouldn't smart, doubt. he would say the same things that we do. I'm looking at Orange Cassidy. I'm looking at Marco Stein. Right. I'm looking at <laughs> sit, pick a guy, and why the hell is Sean Spears not on TV and this guy is, you know? Right, right. So I enjoyed the promo. We go from that to we go Dasha. Sheeta in the back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sheeta does before she could say anything is jumped by Aberdeen. Oh, Who wouldn't jump Sheeta, pal? Break it up. And we get Sheeta versus Garcia. Oh, uh, guys, I, I Max got excited Lillian when Aberdeen Garcia, came back. Bitter in, her, bitter in her neck or in her face. Oh, yeah, or bitter. Fire. Exciting. I mean, there was, there was really nothing to this match. Uh, bleeding, pal. Yeah, oh, yeah. Blood all over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, we brought it up before. Yeah, not a lot to the match here. They could have done what they did with the backstage segment with Abaddon. Yep. Um, I didn't like that Aubrey tried to counter out. I thought that was stupid. When she when Sheeta did that kind of knee strike when Abaddon was still on the other side of the gate, she hit the gate, and I'm like, well, I don't understand what was supposed to happen there. But then she kind of beat her up, and you get the biting. I, 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 I don't know. Effect, I get it. Maybe some people like it. Um, I, I mean, I hope she has some kind of bandage. You know, mm-hmm. when we see her next week, I would, I would guess she would. Right. Um, I don't know that I buy into this Abaddon that much that I'm sold on that stuff yet. I don't know. It didn't yeah, do I'm a lot you. for me. It didn't do yeah, a lot Yeah, I'm with you. Me. I'm with you. And after last week, uh, Britt Baker. Yeah. Yeah. We're, 30 we're, seconds we're spot. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. no follow up on that. Come on. But, but to your point too, AC, you said it earlier. They did the backstage spot. And then they had the match and did the bite spot. Yeah. Why? What was yeah. the point of the backstage spot if you bring an Abaddon out again for the bat, for the <laughs> match spot? That, yeah, or that's... what was the point of the match then? Right, right. And, that, and that's kind of where I'm going. Now, listen, you know, maybe if we had seen Abaddon, like, and maybe I missed something. Uh, White House, maybe you, you've seen it. You watch Dark more than I do. Uh, is she biting people on Dark? Is she? Have no, you seen this anywhere? I remember. I, See, I that, don't. Yeah, that's where it gets kind of like I'm throwing. And listen, if she's doing it on dark, I will I will gladly you know take this back. But you probably you you want to see it on more. Like if this is if this biting thing is something she's been doing, and now you know they could have built it up like oh she's going for the bite. You know what I mean? Like I know it's kind of goofy anyway. I get it. It's kind of gimmicky. But at the same time, at least it would kind of fit into her shtick. They almost did this because all right, we're gonna give you another reason you know, to want to see this match. I don't know that it made me want to see the match any more than that. Um, I don't mind watching Sheeta of title defenses. They're usually pretty good. Um, 
it, it just <laughs> it's just one of those it's just one of those things with with Sheeta right now. It's almost they don't have a lot to go at her, and I don't think they have anybody they want to take it off mm-hmm. her yet. My guess is the, the person they got to get there is Britt Baker. Yeah. And, and they, yeah. they they've set that back themselves a little bit, losing the swall, stupid. Um, but now Britt's kind of built it up again. They're doing better with her. She's the one you could kind of see. Maybe she's the one who finally, you know, uh, takes it off Sheeta and goes goes on a run, and maybe Sheeta could win it back later. But right now, I mean, it's almost like they're grasping at straws to get you excited about Sheeta title defenses. I'd almost rather them say like, "Here's Thunder Rosa and Sheeta again, and just let them have a good women's match." You know what I mean? And I would almost be as okay with that. The biting thing yeah. didn't do it for me. Yeah, here's the other thing, too, with this. And I have a problem with this. All all characters like this. This is my problem with the wrestling, with the booking. Like, okay, I know Vampiro had the uh, U.S. title. He had a good run there. But he was re- he, he he wasn't really a vampire biting people. You know what I mean? He's just Vampiro. Yeah, yeah. So then you kick it over to a guy like Bray Wyatt, like the Fiend, these dark characters. Yeah. When the Fiend loses, you're like, what the F? How could mm-hmm. he ever lose? <laughs> right, right. Right? So, okay, so we're going to have Abaddon. We're basically feeding Abaddon to Sheeta because we have nobody else to feed her. Right. Because I think in the long run, it is going to be Britt Baker that beats Sheeta. But what do you do with Abaddon after Sheeta beats her? She's the bite, disappear. the she's craziness, dis- yeah, it, it's all nothing. It, it she's dead. Yeah, she's so either disappear. keep her away from the title, or she they have to put her over because she's going to be dead. Yeah, and I don't yeah. think they're going to put her over. Yeah, I don't oh, think so, so either. I don't know, man. It's it's the it, it's kind of again. I hate to say it, but par for the course of the way they've been booking this women's stuff, just really is, you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and again, not not to get into big WWE, AEW comparisons, but, you know, they had the 400-something day title run for Bayley, and, you know, her best friend Sasha Banks, they, they developed them having tension, uh, and, you know, Sasha loses her title first, and she's mad at yeah. Bayley for it, and then all of a sudden, boom, Sasha's the one to get the title off Bayley, and it's like, ah, okay, you know what I mean? Like... Mm-hmm. You're invested. You're invested in that for a long time. Um, these one month stories are okay, but it leads it leads the person who loses nothing once they lose, and that seems to be a major problem with AEW across the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're right. And then how right. do you take? Let's that? be honest. How do you take you that character serious? Then, like, yeah, it's very hard. Well, well if they, Abaddon beats or if Sheeta beats Abaddon. Are we ever going to look at Abaddon like it's she's a threat and she's crazy? Like, what no, does it matter? No, no, <laughs> we're not. I mean, I'm, I'm with you, bro. We're, we're definitely not. And it, it's, right. it's you know, if you it, we're we're making the assumption that they're going to bring Callahan over for a hardcore match with Moxley, and that'll kind of get Moxley back on his game. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. if they didn't do that, where are you? Where are they going with John Moxley right now? You know, I could think of a few guys if they built it up, but. You know, you don't forget too. They, Moxley's going to be a daddy too. I, I expect yeah. him to be taking more time off. Yeah, maybe, maybe, up, maybe. So. Yeah. but I mean, it uh, keeps him. You know, bringing in a guy like Sammy Callahan, even for a one-off, kind of yeah. just moves him along a little bit. Gets right, him back, right. Get a, gets him back in the mix a little bit. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's I don't know. Typical AEW. <laughs> so <laughs> then we go. There's, there's, there's the a lot there. of there's a lot of puzzle pieces mm-hmm. uh, with AEW. Yes, but there's mm-hmm. yeah. there's not a lot of they haven't formed a nice huge puzzle yet. They have a lot of pieces, but they're all spread out all over the table. I think yep, that's they're still the on the table, spread out. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's announced. That it's announced. It was announced after this match. It's going to be Cody versus Matt Seidel in two weeks. Now, where's he been? <laughs> I don't know. He's another one. Yeah, it's like, but I mean, again, all the guys that Cody could face, Matt Seidel. Okay, all right. So that takes us into the main event, boys. We're here. Finally, we get the acclaimed versus the Young Bucks for the World Tag Team Titles. Um, a typical Young Bucks match, guys. I mean... You can say that again. Seen, it's what we've seen week after week on, on specifically Dynamite. Not so much pay-per-views, but they're... They're, uh, they have the same match all the time. TV we said shows. it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. They have the yeah. same I mean, match this all the time. Fall, this could call it fall in that same category. Though it felt, though it felt, I don't know if you guys felt it, at the end it was rushed to get off the air. Yeah. Um, maybe. Um, I mean, they also taped it, so I don't know why they would have that issue. Uh, I believe they taped yeah. it, didn't they? I don't think they did yeah, I think it, it I think it was taped. Um, and I got to tell you, this buck trigger finish, I, I don't like it. Uh-huh. I don't like it. Uh, it. I don't need it. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what is going to kind of re, like, kind of reinvigorate your, you know, fandom or love for the Young Bucks right now. But even the putting the title on them, I don't know that it did it. I'm still seeing the same... I mean, I don't want to call them boring because it's not that. It's just we've seen it so much, you know. We've just seen this so much, and they don't do mm-hmm. – they're not doing anything to, like, break it up or make it different or everything. It's it's a chaotic match. You know, Matt hurts his shoulder or his back or his ankle, is laid up, and Nick goes into his moveset, and then Matt miraculously recovers – and they try to do one of their 12 finishers, and now they're ending it with this, you know, buck trigger, double knee strike. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. Here's here's my thing. Yeah, I was out of it. I didn't care until the ref bump, because to me, that was <laughs> not to go against you here, just to go against you. But No, no, go ahead. To, to me, that was their attempt at doing something different. And I kind of laughed at it because even though the ref was bumped and the acclaimed hit their move, whatever, they're going for the pin and then the other ref comes out, obviously, two count, nothing. If it was any other team, like if it was FTR, yeah, I'm sold. But I saw the ref bump and I chuckled to myself because I thought to myself, okay, this is your sad attempt, Bucks, at doing something different. I know damn well the the acclaimed aren't going out of here. Tag team champions. Here's what you do. Book the match differently. Yeah. Don't do the same series of moves in the same sequence. And <laughs> it, it, just what you're saying. Somebody hurts their back. Oh, no, I'm out. Oh, my ribs, Nick or Matt with the uh, the ribs all the time. Oh, come on, man. You come know, on, you, do something different. <laughs> and I think that's why when you look back at their AEW career right now, you go, you know, ladder match with uh, 
with Lucha Brothers when he had the uh, LAX run out, um, mm. which was one of the early pay-per-views. And then, obviously, the title match with Hangman and Kenny. Um, those pay-per-view matches, those those are obviously, if you're going to ask me what matches for the Bucks stand out since they've been in AEW, th- those are the ones. And, you know, then they did some of the fun stuff with the stadium stampede and all that. But the run-of-the-mill, like, weekly match, and, and, and most teams, most wrestlers have their, you know, Hulk Hogan wrestled the same match a thousand times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, I just think with their with their style and the the this, the ability that they have and the things they could do, I just feel like they could be a, a little more creative. It's almost yeah. like we're the young bucks. You guys want to see us, so you're seeing us, and what we're doing has been really cool for ten years. So like it, and it, I mean, it almost like that's how I feel about it. It, it maybe because the characters don't do anything for me right now. Maybe it's that. I, it's just something's missing with the Bucks, and I don't, you know, I can't 100% put my finger on it. Um, it. It almost felt like they were coming out of it when you thought they were doing a heel turn. Now I don't really know. Are they heel? Are they not? Are they, uh-huh. I, it just, it's it's weird. There's not a lot going on there. And I hate the idea that I feel like I have to watch being the elite to understand what's going on with the Young Bucks. Like, this should be being told to me on Dynamite. You know what I mean? You got Tony plugging their show tonight. Well, not tonight, but, you know, during the the match. The the other thing, too, is, and I know I've been harping on this. See, now I'm going against AEW more a little bit with their show. But can we get more promos in the ring? Can we get the Bucks cut? Like, I know, okay, they have the set for pay-per-views, and then they do the special TV shows. I get it, I get it, I get it. You got to have your champions on. I get it, I get it, I get it. Do we need the Bucks wrestling the acclaimed? Do no. we? No, no, we don't. No. Okay, so why don't we use the Bucks? Again, cut off four minutes from all the matches. And give the Bucks four minutes to go into the ring and cut a promo. They're on the show. Your champions are on the show. The Bucks are on the show. And it saves the Bucks doing their style of wrestling that the rest of the tag team division does. They're no different. They just do it better. Okay? So you save that for the big matches at the pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't need to have them main event wrestling against the acclaimed for the belts on yeah. a TV show. Well, Give them promo shot. It was even further for a shot, yeah, for yeah. a shot, and that's 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 what kills me about them. Like, okay, you have the Bucks, and again, Nick Jackson, he did a series of moves, and I'm like, my God, is this guy so goddamn smooth? <laughs> he hit a move, and then he just in one motion was outside the ring and hit it like a reverse DDT on somebody standing outside. I'm looking at this, and I'm going, how the hell did he just do that? And then in the next motion, he's back in the ring. It's like, what, what did I just see? He's like a video game, right? Yeah. I understand you want that on, but if you save that for the pay-per-views, when you see the Young Bucks, you're going to be like, okay, okay, Top Flight's good. I see them on TV all the time, but the Young Bucks, that's why they're wearing the straps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just give them promo, promo time. like, And they need to do that with the rest of the roster, too, because I think that that's a recurring theme. Like You'll see Moxley, they put him in matches. On the on the TV show, 
like if you beat me, it's a shot or whatever. He's, <laughs> I hate he's wrestling the fourth rating guy. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, just no, no, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the other, I think, I think something that's missing on the Bucks right now too. To be fair, and you know, as I process, like, what did what did we love about them, Ring of Honor, New Japan? Um, they were in a huge faction called the Bullet Club, and mm. sometimes they partnered up with Cody. And sometimes they partnered up yeah, with Kenny. Yeah. And sometimes they partnered up with Chase Owen or or Tamatanga or Marty Skrull or yeah. Hangman Page and or or different combinations of that. And they and they fought against other factions where you could have a four on four, a three on three, a two on two. And then at the end of the day, when it came time to defend the titles, it was like a special Young Bucks tag team match. The right. other thing, yeah. you bring up a great point. They wrestled the acclaimed in the main event for a title shot. Why the acclaim would even get to that point of getting a title shot is beyond me. But okay, let's be <laughs> yeah. let's we we all know they're going to lose, right? We all knew that going in. But right, they literally just welcomed welcomed a new tag team three two three weeks ago. So it's the same thing again. Like if they did it once and then got into like the meat and potatoes, like why would the young bucks say like you have a ranking system? Correct. If I'm the mm-hmm. young bucks, I would have been like, listen, FTR, you're number one. We're going to knock off two, three, and four and then beat your asses again mm-hmm. or something. Yes. Or yes. we're the Young Bucks. Hey, Dark Order, you have three tag teams, right? We want, you know, nine and ten. We want Silver and, and Reynolds, and then we want Grayson and Uno three weeks in a row. Boom, 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 boom. You know, or something. You know what I mean? And, you know, and, and or, or, you know, like, or Hangman, come on, we're going to we're going to take on. Uh, Lucha, Lucha Express, which sucks, but I, you get what I'm saying. Like there was combinations of different matches. They wrestled Jericho and and um and what's the name? Jericho and uh and, and MJF. Or there you go. We're LAX. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do, do the buck. Do the bucks in uh in Ortiz and Santana. Why not? This is Ortiz and Santana's way. They haven't had a lot of tag matches. They lost a street fight, but if they beat the Young Bucks here. They're in the top five, and then they can earn their way to a title shot. Something yeah, like or, that. Or, again, you know, you got Jericho and MJF. I get what they're doing. I get it. But they're using top flight in order to get there. Okay. They don't need it. <laughs> come up. You're right. Come up with something different and give me the match between top flight and the acclaimed. Then right. that's going to affect your rankings, and then you right. can tell the story of some team climbing up the rankings. Right. Well, if you're going to use the rankings, use them properly. The UFC right. doesn't say, okay, you're the, you're not even, they, they only rank the top 15, right? So mm-hmm. if you're not in the top 15, they don't say, okay, hey, uh, you 25th guy, go fight Conor McGregor. And if, yeah, you, if you beat, beat Conor, him, then you can you beat can, him can, next you can, month. You, can, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this right. is supposed to be sports-centric. Like the idea to me, yeah, every now and then number five gets a title shot. But what generally happens is, Number five faces number two, and then the winner is next in line because number one is getting the title shot and blah blah blah. And FTR just lost the title, so why are they know? You know, you know, they will be in the top three, yeah. But okay, you just lost, so two and two and five are going to face off, and whoever wins two and five are going to become our title. If you're going to use a ranking system, or why isn't it one of these teams like LAX or um, Lucha Brothers or you know, pick pick a fucking tag team. There's a million of them. You know, d- d- even if even a goddamn uh, American Nightmares, 
What like the 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 elites broken up, right? Why why wouldn't Dustin and QT, you know, get in the Bucks' faces and be like, "Why are you giving these young kids a shot? We've been in this game a long time. We we right. get the shot, or we're, we're gonna fight you for a shot. We're gonna fight you to get in the top five, or <clears throat> or or here or here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go out and we're gonna wrestle the top the second ranked tag team, and if we beat them, we want a title shot. You know, there's so many different ways to go about this. It's just so weird. It's it's it, they're trying to put importance on matches that doesn't need to be there. Yeah, it, it really doesn't need to be there. The, the acclaim shouldn't be wrestling the Young Bucks in the main event of any Dynamite right now, anyway. And then even putting right. the stipulation on it makes it go okay. It was like when they put the stipulation on the Young Bucks if they don't win, can never wrestle for the tag titles again. You yeah. knew they were gonna win. <laughs> yep. You knew they were gonna win at that point. So I, there's, there. I mean, we we got into a lot there. There's a lot to take in. Uh, I, I just think the Bucks are they're missing that the group. They're missing the faction. They're just missing missing a lot right now. They really are. Yep. But hey, the Young Bucks can also at the next pay per view steal the show too. I, I'm not mm-hmm. saying they can't. They, they of course they can. They're, sure. they're still the Young Bucks. You know what I mean. You know, you know, as much as I, I think we, I, I, I know I do, I, I do. It's to me, it's Con Cody then the rest because I think without those two, this never happens. But the Young Bucks being the self promoters and the the things they did for their own brand on their own, you know, <laughs> there's they're a major part of what AEW is for sure. Right. All right, before before we get out of here, uh, we got to. I'm thinking if you guys want to, just me th- thinking out loud here on air. Little, this is like a production meeting we normally have off air, but I'll just have it on air because we're probably going to hang up and be like, "Bye," because we're all tired. But uh, <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom, Wrestle Kingdom's coming up. We got a dynamite yep. this week. Yeah, I, 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 you know, just throwing this idea out there to both of you guys. Next Saturday, we reconvene. Do Dynamite, Wrestle Kingdom preview. First show of 2021. Let this be the last show of 2020. And we move on. Your thoughts? Yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually thinking, I think I'm going to get Wrestle Kingdom this year. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a couple years. I think it's time. Yeah, I, 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 I tend to always watch it live. Uh, I haven't watched a ton of New Japan lately, but, you know, they're going to have fans. They're going to put mm-hmm. on a big show. Uh, I think it's definitely worth a watch. Definitely worth talking about. Um, are they doing the two-night thing again? Yes. Oh, okay. They are. Okay. Yes. So it'll really night be a three-night because you get you get Dash on the third day now. Yeah. What are the night main events? One, oh, that's right. That's... Night one, Ibushi's getting a title shot Ooh. against oh, Dido. Oh, yeah. And then night two, that winner of night one will be wrestling Jay White. Jay White's the double champ champ, right? Naito is. Oh, Naito's the champ champ. Why did I think White had both belts? Because he stole them. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And it went all over. <laughs> all right. That's all, all I saw was the picture of him with both belts yeah. and never looked into yeah, it. Yeah, okay. dude, went all over the place, man. That's funny. That's cool, though. That That's cool. So, so, so what you're going to get – go ahead. Uh, who won the G1 then this year? White? Ibushi. Ibushi. Ibushi did. Okay, so why is Jay getting the shot the, on he night took, two? He took the he, – he 
because he beat because he beat Ibushi uh, second night of his block. He got a uh, shot at the briefcase okay. at the at the next pay per view in, in uh, after uh, G one. I forgot the name of it. Um, and he won the briefcase. So, was that he won the briefcase? Yeah, he beat he beat Ibushi for the briefcase. Oh, okay. So, so that's why. I, I you know I'm gonna save my next I'm gonna save my next slot for next week. Because I want to watch a few things and get into it here. Because mm. I've, been, I've been waiting for the year of Ibushi, and I'm wondering if this could be the year. But don't don't answer that yet, White House. Uh, before we go, one other question for you, White House. Yeah. I have I have a DVD. I'm looking at it right now. I haven't watched it yet. ROH Final Battle. You know, we don't have to go. You know, don't go through the whole show. But what stood out for you, uh, Final Battle? What stood out for me, uh, Taven. Taven, uh, the ben. Taven, uh, Vinny match, uh, didn't the, go as I expected. Tag, tag match, but, right? Yes. But nonetheless, it was still good. Okay. Um, so you're saying Vinny lost? Uh, they, they did, uh, no, no, hmm. no, they won. Hmm. They won. It was good. It was good. That. I, I enjoyed that match. Okay. Um, what else stood out? It's uh, a week ago. Um, um, oh, flipping, flipping Gresham. Flipping Gresham pure match was good. Um, again, it wasn't the outcome that I wanted, okay. but it was good. I think he's uh, going to get another shot. I think he's going to try to get another shot. At least he should. Okay. Um, but it was good. Um, Roosh was good. Dragon Lee, man. Who was who, who was it? Rush and Brody King. Yeah, it was good. All right, that's a it good was match. Really good. Um, that outcome I loved, of course. But uh, you know, Dragon Lee. Um, he talks about Ray Phoenix and what he can do. Man, Dragon Lee's right up there, man. He really is. God, he's good. It was a I, solid. I, Listen, they didn't have their. They didn't have a low. They didn't have their full deck, obviously because of some reason, some some COVID stuff. Yeah, EC three wasn't there. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. Um, how do you have but, you know pay per view uh, without EC three? It was right now. really good. Glad to see. Glad to see Ring of Honor doing their pay per views. You're going to struggle with it. Um, no fans for, for the obvious reasons, of course. Well, but, I know. I also know it going in too. Right, but I'm also not. But it was good, it either, man. It was really good. <laughs> Good wrestling. It was good wrestling, and, um, and uh, I plan on watching it again because I know there was some stuff I missed. Quick, quick thought on Dragon Lee. I think it's, I think it's kind of threefold. Where you know uh, you had Phoenix with the ties, the Pentagon helped them. Uh, yeah. Lucha Underground helped them. Uh, he's yeah. a little bit bigger, and I think I yeah. think uh, Dragon Lee with. Uh, Yujiro Takahashi. No. Haramu Takahashi. Sorry, I always I mm. was Yujiro Takahashi from the Bullet Club. But Haramu Takahashi, also Kamatachi when he was over here, uh yeah. when he broke his neck, I think turned yep. a lot of people off to him. So I think I think there's right. a couple things there for Dragon Lee that uh that that have maybe hurt him a little bit. Plus uh also with Bandito, 
I find the two of them very similar. Yeah. Bandino, I think Bandino, he he can do some things that, that Dragon Lee can't. Um, he's sneaky. He's got that sneaky strength for his size. Yeah. And yeah. that's what makes Bandino impressive. Kind of pop but, like uh, What's uh, a, yeah. What's Hiromo doing at Wrestle Kingdom? Yes, good question. What's he? Uh, he won the junior, so he should be getting a shot. Cool. A shot at the junior title. Who has it? Uh, Bone Crusher. Oh, from uh, Bullet Club. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, what about uh, uh, Osprey? I believe Offspray, heel, the heel Offspray, Offspray probably going to be fighting Okada. All right, I got wow. one. I got I got one more for you before we get That'll be my guess. Because I, I I you know I, I really I really got to know, and yeah. we'll get it. We'll definitely get into this next week. We've got to spend a lot of time on it. What yeah. is Tai Chi doing? Tai Chi. Is kissing your my favorite, ass. Your favorite sucks. wrestler, <laughs> yeah, Tai Chi, and his, uh, his and your boy, his French fry, Dave Junior. I hate, I hate that they're a tag team. I hate it. Defending their, they're still the their, te- their, their IWGPs, yeah. Against the the winners of the tag team tournament, uh, Gorillas of Destiny. Oh, that's a good match. I'll probably root for Gorillas of Destiny to be honest. Because I, I yeah. love Tama. All right, final thoughts, Professor Whitehouse. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Thought you know that that Wednesday was what it was because of the time it was on, the slot it was on, the uh, a day or two before thing, uh, Christmas. So that's what we got. I'm looking forward to these next two shows uh, because it looks like they're going back to putting the uh, pedal on pedal. The pedal down and going full throttle, so I'm, I'm excited to see what what, what they're going to do with Kenny. Um, curious, continuing with the Sting thing, and uh, I'm actually, honestly, I'm looking forward to uh, January sixth. Darby Allen's finally defending that title, and I think I think Cage is a deserving opponent. So those are a couple things that I'm looking forward to coming up. Hollywood, final thoughts. Um, below average show felt like a throwaway. Was a throwaway for what White House said two days before Christmas, but they did do a couple things that advanced everything to the big show coming up here. So, Sting, Taz, um, and of course Kenny. Kenny's still the best thing going in wrestling, in my opinion. Absolutely, yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. And the impact thing. And uh, my other final thought, rest in peace, Brody Lee. Amen. Of course, uh, rest in peace. Mr. Brody Lee, obviously, um, we hope you guys all had a very Merry Christmas. And, of course, from all of us at Cool Truth, a happy new year. Uh, happy to put this year in the rear view. Uh, God, F you. There's always a little optimism with the new year coming, but... Uh, I'm not putting the cart before the horse either here, mm-hmm. but uh, hey, listen, you know, at some point during the the week for the next foreseeable future, you could listen to us, and that that's not the worst Absolutely. thing in the world. 
<laughs> On that note, nighty night, everybody. Nighty night. Goodbye. Mwah. <laughs> Good night. Oh, yeah. Bang. Is yeah. that for Oh, yeah. Sheeta Bang. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Where's Penelope, pal? Oh, yeah. Don't get married, Penelope. Don't, Don't do it, pal. Don't do it, pal, yeah.